Well, you know, fun I ain't got a motor in that Honda. <laughs> My Anaconda. Your Anaconda? Help me, Rhonda. No, you obviously... Wow, I have two people who don't know the song. No, That's I don't. That's great. No, I don't. That's Sir Mix-a-Lot's Big Butts? Of course I know the Big Butts song. I just know all the lyrics. No, I don't either. It was 90... 92, I think? How could you not know that? I mean, it's Sir Mix-a-Lot. Like, I just I don't mean, know all the lyrics. My, my Anaconda... Yeah. You all know how I know all the words? Because you listen to it like, excessively? Not only did I listen to it excessively, I listened to it in the club excessively yeah. when I was drunk, seeing it right. at seeing the top the, of my Seeing lungs. all the titties. <laughs> seeing it at the top of my All lungs. the tits and ass out there. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that's, that sounds like a typical... No, no, uh, no. Not, not, not strip club. I mean, like, literally, like, the regular club club. Like oh, all like everybody, like, I would I would pay money to see Jeff dance. I really there would. Have been women who paid to see Jeff dance. <laughs> I mean, with your clothes on, not with your clothes off. Yes. <laughs> yes, that actually happened. I, I, uh, why do why why do I not believe this? <laughs> of course, I believe this. <laughs> that actually happened. That actually happened in college. I was hanging out. Actually, that happened at a strip club. <laughs> that happened at a strip club. Shit. Why did you I, go to college with me? You sound like you were a lot of fun, man. I spent way too much money in strip clubs in college. That's all I can say to that. Well, I, like, I, you know, I mean, all the time I've ever spent uh, in school and everything, I was surrounded by knobs. It was just like, oh, I don't do that. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. I was surrounded by them too, Ivan. I just sat there and said, "Well, that's nice. I'm going anyway." Yeah, pretty much my pretty much my situation too. And like, okay, you you sit there and you uh you you engage in that. Thank you. I mean, let me put it this way: I went to a conservative Methodist university, uh-huh. and I was the only Jewish student on campus. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and trust me, they already had thoughts about me. Going to a strip club was not going to matter at all to any. And my favorite is, is I would sit there and they, you know, it was funny because there were certain, there were certain girls or women at the time. It was funny. But give me crap about it. I'm like, let me ask you a question. Am I single? Yes. What's the problem? (laughs) Wow. What's the problem? I said, here's the real question. You know, here's the thing. I've talked to people, I've talked to guys who are going, and they got girlfriends. If I had right. a girlfriend, I probably wouldn't go. <laughs> unless, she want, unless she wanted to come with me. That's an entirely different story. Um, <laughs> in which case, that is... I know some guys who had girlfriends like that. That was a lot of fun. That mm-hmm. was a blast. I will tell you that right now. Well, but would she watch the girls, or would she watch the guys watching the girls? So, okay, so there's two answers. There's two answers to that question. It depends. It depends on if it was just girls or if there was a girls and a guys thing. Now, if there, because one of the clubs on Saturday night used to do where they would bring in the guy strippers. And all I'm going to say is after watching the women with the guy, the women with the guy strippers, all I'm going to say is, I swear, I walked up to a bouncer. I'm like, are you going to do anything about that? And they're like, no. no, I'm like, I'm like, well, let me ask you a question. If I did that to one of the strippers, yeah, I'd kick your ass. Well, well, okay, that don't make no sense. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, the 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 women patrons can crawl all over the male strippers. Forget crawl. Yeah, I mean, stuff yeah, your but... hand in their in the in the speedo and yeah, yeah. grab their junk. Just grab your junk, man. Yeah. Go right up the cooler and pull their pants down, and you I know, mean, seriously. I mean, but, if those... but if a dude pulled a stripper's bikini top down, yeah, then my knuckles he'd, would be he'd get curbed. Well, no. Well, in fairness, pulling a stripper's bikini top down isn't usually the problem. Now, me sitting there cupping them and playing with them and using 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 my mouth on them, yeah, that will get me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> me putting my hand me putting my hand down 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 between their it's legs. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Um <laughs> In the wonderful land of bikini bottom. Yes. And it is a wonderful <laughs> land. Anyway. Unless it smells like fish, then it doesn't. Yeah, not such a wonderful land. Um, <laughs> that's but, the south side bikini bottom. <laughs> no, that's not just the south side bikini bottom. Oh my god! Oh, uh, there have been a few times where you're like, "What the fuck?" Someone get you. Someone got some. Somebody got some Lysol or something. Seriously, it's like, hello, holy shit. So that we can disinfect there? later. We've already started. Welcome everyone to Square Throne Table Podcast, episode one zero er and we are here once again for your listening entertainment. And with me is Ivan. Yay! And of course, Jeff. Howdy. So and, to yeah, answer your question, Jeff. Ivan. Yes. What? So there's there there was two sides to that. Yes. Oh. If the girl, there were times where the, there was the male strippers and the female strippers because there was one club that did that, but. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, no, there was there were a couple of occasions where the guy there were a couple guys I knew who used to bring their girlfriends to the and it was only women. Uh. We were I'll tell you right now. You want you want to be the most popular table in the entire strip club? Mm hmm. Bring a girl. There you go. Bring a girl. They all want to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. All of them. And the hottest ones. Oh, yeah. All the hottest ones. Yeah. And the best is, I laughed because I got to dance and she got to dance. And I swear to God, I'm getting a dance from the one. from the one, And I'm looking at her dance because, no offense, they don't care if you do. If girl on girl, they don't even care what the hell happens. And I swear to God, I was just like, and she's like, it was funny. My, 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 my dancer was like, over here. I'm like, yeah, over there. <laughs> um, so she kind of looked. Actually, she looked. She was like, okay, you have a point. That's pretty freaking hot. I said, yeah. Well, you know, and that is why that is why it is such a an allure when it comes to that kind of thing. But but to answer your question, yes. That was the one time I got paid to dance. The one time I got paid to dance for a woman was it was late night at a strip club in Indy, mm-hmm. and it was, I, it was one I went to on a regular basis. And Indiana sure was, has a reputation. <laughs> you know, it, in the nineties, in the nineties, Indianapolis was a huge strip club town. Um, they had a lot of clubs, and the the bang for oh, well, I'm using the word term, wrong term. The the what you there was a lot of clubs. I mean, and 
women were because keep in mind the, in the 90s money was good i mean the money was phenomenal yeah, the economy was, was pretty good in the 90s was, was good in the 90s okay yeah. i mean there were there were women at these clubs that's where god you know they could have been on they could have been in magazines and stuff i mean they were and we're talking indiana we're not talking california we're talking no, about no. indianapolis and this okay. is pre-internet too so well, yeah, this is around near the near the beginning, the, uh, the upstart of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was one that I knew on a regular basis, and she was gorgeous, and it was really funny. It was like two in the morning, and we're hanging out in, in the in the VIP, and she's like, "God, I'm really so tired," and she's like, "I said, oh, well, I could dance for you," and she kind of laughed, and she's like, "I'm like, no, seriously, you want me to dance for you?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, okay." So I started dancing for her. There you um, go. I started dancing for her and I started doing my thing. And <laughs> it was re- it was really funny because I'm dancing and the music part is there's other women in, in the VIP room. Okay. There's other there's other dancers in the VIP room. And all of a sudden they're watching this and they're dying of laughter. And it kinda gets out to a couple couple girls come in there and all of a sudden they're throwing dollars at me. <laughs> <laughs> they're throwing they're dollars at me. There's a big, beautiful man out there doing his groovy thing. Woo-hoo! Oh, no, the, is, the person who I was getting to dance from is dying of laughter because she's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, okay, I go for the room scam. Like, I don't think I'm allowed to do that in here, am I? I mean, I'm the guy. I don't think I need to do that. Can I? Anyway, uh, it was like. <laughs> what I would have paid to see that, man. Oh, no, what you really would have paid for. Okay, so this is, this is the day that Jeff embarrasses himself with every story known to mankind um the weekend of my 21st birthday mm-hmm. so i have to start here which is so my my god bless his soul miss him totally my buddy fred takes me out to one of the clubs in indianapolis i drank six six toil tall boys in a bucket in like oh. 15 in like 15 minutes Oh my God! You're I hard. like okay, maybe twenty, but I'm blitzed. Yeah. Okay, I am totally blitzed, and the headliner comes out, and she's looking for a volunteer to go on stage, and I'm like, oh me 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 me, and they won't, and and instead she they pick my buddy Fred, and I'm like pissed. I'm like I wouldn't even say I'm like, dude, it's my twenty first birthday. Come on, and it was funny because. Apparently her manager was like right sitting right where I was. She's like, you didn't want to do that. I go, what do you mean? It's my 21st birthday. It would have been awesome. She's like, trust me, you don't want to do that. I'm like, how do you know? She's like, I'm her manager. Just watch. I'm like, what could possibly happen? <laughs> so he um, he lays flat down on the on on the stage. She goes to the back. She comes back with a boa constrictor. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> she comes back with a boa constrictor. Now, I, now I'm dying. I'm dying so much. I fell backward out of the chair. I'm dying out. I can't crawl back. I'm trying to crawl back up to get to watch this. She stuffs oh the boa God. constrictor down his pants, and the best part is, so my buddy Fred eventually has he opens his eyes, and he has this look on his face like, "Oh look, it's a steak." <laughs> I swear to God, I was so, so the reason I tell this story is fast forward to the next night, the next <clears> night, <throat> I'm still caught, I, I'm not totally, I'm not totally out of it, but 
I am, but I am quite heavily buzzed. And I'm with some other friends of mine who came down from, from, from the Chicago area. And we're at an entirely different club. The headliner's there. And the headliner's some woman named Bunny Glamazon. This woman in I think we talked about Bunny, Bunny Glamazon before. Did we? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. we did. I don't well, well, did I where she okay, I don't know if I told maybe I didn't tell this part, but so she's got me this woman's got me six feet five in heels. Okay. Ooh. Absolutely biggest things I've ever seen in my life. Um excuse me. They're, they're looking for they're looking for somebody to go on stage, they're looking for a bachelor. I'm not a bachelor, I'm like, Well it's her twenty first birthday. She's like, Oh, okay, I'm wearing a pair of shorts. She comes on stage. I come on stage. She's hanging out. The next thing I know, she's got her hand down my pants. I'm like, this is cool. Next thing I know, she's starting to try, try to rub my underwear off of me. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like kind of sitting there. What, like, and I'm like, like giving you a wedgie? Well, not like a wedgie. Like she's trying to pull my underwear off of me while I'm like wearing my shorts. Like, And it's funny because I'm kind of sitting there going, how – Good. Did I wash that underwear? Because I'm in college, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I might have left a skid mark or two. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, kind of sitting there. I'm kind of like sitting there, and it's like, and they're tidy whitey. So on top of it, I'm uh-huh. like, okay. I'm like, do I really want? This? And so I'm kind of fighting a little bit, and finally, it, which makes it all the more hilarious. And the guys on with her are dying of laughter. Okay, so eventually she gets them off of me, and she's using them. She's using them like to wrap around her boobs and all kinds of stuff. I mean, there, there. I think that what you Mike remembers is there was a picture. I talked about there was a really bad picture that I found where there's a picture of me holding her boobs and I've got the the waistband tied around my head like a like a like a headband. <laughs> oh, like, like a crazy weird science. <laughs> like looking like a crazed maniac. Um, and the best part is, so we go to another club. Okay, now we go to another club. Uh-huh. Now I'm blitzed. Now I'm totally blitzed. Okay, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you come up on stage?" I'm like, "Oh Jesus!" So I get up on stage, and the first words out of my mouth to this woman is, "Hey, just so you know, I'm not wearing any underwear." <laughs> right. You had to set that up to be sure in case she grabbed for him. So, right. Exactly. She was gonna and go. I'm- for the gold next time. <laughs> right. I mean, totally different place, but, like, I'm, like, sitting there, I'm, like, I'm half blitz. I'm, like, just so you know, I'm not wearing any underwear. And she's, like, she has this panic look on her face because the way that the, the place was set up, it was, like, tables all over the place. It wasn't, like, one stage. There was, like, a table, and then there was, like, a stage at each table. At each at each table. Oh, they had, like, a visor at each table. Okay. Right. Um, and they were big tables. They had like, maybe you sit like 10, 12 guys around a ta- one of these tables. Um, and, um, it was funny cause she kind of had a look like maybe this is a bad idea. And somebody, and one of my, one of my friends was like, no, no, he's okay. He's okay. He was at another club and, and the, the headliner pulled and she's, tw- and she's like, oh, okay. And she was like, oh, geez. But it was really funny. <laughs> Because I ended up dancing that night too, and I like because I was like I think I was trying to win a contest or something. The next thing I know, I'm like <laughs> whipping my shirt off and throwing it off, and I'm trying to like pick up the girl. And I, I would lo- I would have loved to have seen that man. Oh yeah, that that answers that question. No. And now, if anybody listens to this show, they've got way too much ammunition on me. Uh, 
<laughs> all of us do, man. Are you kidding? Oh, Anything? no, not like this. But I didn't tell, you don't tell that. You're not telling stuff like this on a podcast, are you? I am. Well, I have said some pretty racy things in the past shows, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we've all said our share of very racy things. Not Mike. Mike's no. good. Mike's fine. No, Mike's about as straight as they come, man. I mean, you know. Oh, for I me. Mean, um, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Mike is straight. You know, he's as straight as they come. No, that that Mike is the epitome of America, Mom and Apple Pie. Okay, but I do have I do have a question for Mike. Thanks, that's thanks, kind of a... thanks, thanks to the dirty bird named I Rivera over here, who, mm. and that even next to the dirtier bird, Jeff Stein over there. Which, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's like I saw something. This is how dirty my mind is. I was watching. I was scrolling through Facebook today, and somebody was talking about about using guns on protesters and stuff. And the, the line that they had, the only reason I'm laughing about it is the next line is like, or do you beat them? Or do you, I'm sorry, do you beat them off? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, uh, that, that, uh, not a good choice of words. Right. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sitting there like, really? You That's beat a off different kind of gathering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, Oh, you beat, you beat off looters. Interesting. I, 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 <laughs> I have some gay friends who'd love to come over. Well, they're just there and go down. <laughs> they would you know. way too much. Yeah. So, but I did have a question for Mike along the lights to, com- to, to corrupt the poor boy. Please uh, ask away, my friend. Okay, so I, I don't know why my mind went here. Is there such a thing as Transformers porn? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, there is. DeviantArt has, yeah, uh... Some have, yes, sexualized some of the characters. Just like anything. Well, it's it, rule 34. Is it's, not, it's rule 34. Transformers is not immune to rule 34. Oh, I've, I've seen some of those RC pictures. I've seen some of the... Uh... No, but it's not just like RC. Real... It's like, like Starscream and Megatron gay for each other and all that. Yeah. Oh God, you know. Really? Wow. Well, actually, though, because... Uh, the light, the, the early IDW line of comics has expounded upon that because Transformers are genderless. So why can't two robots be in love where they just have you know different names? But they've. But anyway, yeah, there is yes. Short there answer: Yes, there they, is like, Transformers born. Is there one where they like they transforms into like a deadbolt? You know, they got them two going together. Ivan, what what is was 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 it Jeff? I was just gonna ask: Does one does one like turn in like transform into like a dildo or something like that? No, that's just... that's just a little more blatant. Whereas like DeviantArt will like explore the like relationships between some oh. of the characters. But no, that like okay. there's obviously there's the sex toy joke. You know, I think even The Simpsons did it, where oh. there's a Transformers episode where the the things came to life, like the the 2007 movie, <laughs> and sure enough, there were you know. Sex toys, you know. Oh, can I get my... Actually, there was one club exclusive uh, that was because they they searched for a name with the safe search on. They named uh, one of the uh, Transformer Collector Club characters after a double-ended dildo. Did they really? Yeah. The, The character's name was Nexus Maximus. Sounds pretty cool. But yeah, you turn the cool. safe search off on Google, and yeah, it's a double-ended dildo. 
<laughs> now, it would be cool if Nexus Maximus turned into a double-ended dildo. <laughs> See, that's what I was curious about. Do they do, like, cartoon Transformer porn? Like, where they actually, like, turn into things? I'm sure they do, and I bet you you can find that on Pornhub, too. I bet you. I don't know. I would be the least bit surprised. Yeah, the problem is when you do that, then then all your searches start to get really weird because it's like, no, that's not what I'm looking for at all. What are you nuts? I mean, you know, they they've done it with every other cotton picking thing. I mean, you know, exactly. don't even get started with My Little Pony. That's an entirely different. Oh, really... oh, okay. Yeah the the latest no. uh, incarnation. Yeah, so has attracted a lot of adult male fans, and yeah, they're mm. all about the uh, shipping the characters uh together so mm. yeah 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 but no that's it's rule 34 yeah it's it's everything man it's nothing i've never heard of rule 44 what, what do you mean by rule 34 no you don't know that's what rule 34 is no nope. you don't know what rule 34 is rule nope. 34 is if it exists there is porn of it okay where are these rules that come where do these rules come from these are rules of the internet Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't really, I didn't know there were such rules for the internet. Wow, there are rules on the internet. <laughs> Apparently, but I think I rule number is. one is there are no rules. I was going to say that's what I'm like. Yeah. There's rule thirty-four. How do we get to rule thirty-four? There's other rules, rule like you know, like, like there's like like other rules, like if you there there's a alternate universe where all the genders are swapped. On every show character, mm. right? Uh, All yeah, the colors are changed. There's uh, different standards on certain um, mm. certain. Oh, there's uh, different standards everywhere, according to the internet. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So yeah. Um, so Mike, what have you been up to? Well, let me tell you. Uh, How many people did you have to kick out of the store this week? Uh, well, <laughs> wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ivan, what's your guess? Well, we didn't. We don't they, kick people out of the store. We oh. we ask yeah, them. Right. We we ask them to wear a mask, and some you no know, because the disposable ones, like the the little paper ones, those are in great supply now. So mm-hmm. we offer to we offer them a mask if they don't have one okay. for free. Ivan, Just, you how know, many people? You, how many people they might have to ask offer a mask? Okay, uh, do I get a, well, I can't, I don't have a, I don't have a total for the week. I just have, like, a daily, like, today was only, like, two people I saw without a mask. I was about to say five or six. Uh, six was Friday, actually. That's the most I've ever seen since the pandemic started, uh, four months ago. Jesus. It's been four months now. God. Yep. Criminy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, the Rona is spreading. Uh, apparently, my coworker on Friday called in. He has a fever, so he is he got tested on Friday, but it may be weeks before he gets the results. And then mm. we'll need a release form from the doctor before he can come back to work. And by then, he's going to college, so he's probably done. So I don't know. I'm I'm thinking he might have just made it up. Who knows? Wouldn't have been yeah, a, I was gonna say a fantastic ploy to keep from you know coming to work but the thing is is that he started in february right before this whole shit started so he wasn't properly trained and now he's just one foot out the door already and now he's like oh i have a fever so whatever well, but i mean also too, but I've, also too you have to remember that just because you have rona 
the symptoms don't come on immediately. So that's just, that's the trick. Well, now part. he's exhibiting asymptoms. So now he's getting tested because he has to. And uh-huh. apparently, while well, other family members, like especially like my niece's boyfriend has to get tested because his dad has it. And um, they and my niece and my and her boyfriend were over for a visit, uh, I think, was it Thursday or Friday. So mm-hmm. we're waiting on him, but he's sure maybe he doesn't, you know, he's not showing any symptoms. But so it's getting around. And I got a text from a friend this morning saying that his great aunt died of covid uh uh-huh. she was in the nursing home back in may when things were spreading kind of hardcore yeah so, with, yeah it's, with, it's it's getting around and it's well it's, it's still it's still out it's, there it's, yes That's it's sure it out, sure is out there but it's out there i yeah, mean man. I, I did a video today and i we saw know. that yeah we know we saw that well mean we, we I, know jeff and i know but yeah there's a video on ivan rivera's facebook page you want to check it out yeah, yeah, he does the so, test. Now, I I couldn't watch because of, like, I'm eating dinner. I'm not going to watch this. Put Ivan, put, did you put the swab in? Yeah. Did you go, whoop, 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 whoop. No, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> I did I did it in all seriousness. I did it in all earnestness when I did right. it. Right. Nobody no, I know, wants but, to watch you shove that thing Yeah, I wasn't going to watch that. That's why, but that's why I said, but that's why I said if you're squeamish and can't, deal with it just put your phone down I didn't, or put your I didn't deal with it. Down. yeah that would be the just, part where that would be the part where i came in later thank god i can't That's deal all with that now. right exactly but at least you heard the sound of my voice and you i gave you an explanation of what i was doing okay. if you couldn't if you couldn't see it on the screen and i said everybody i gave the disclaimer hey if you're too squeamish if this is too much for you put your phone down put your screen down just listen to the sound of my voice yeah. and <clears throat> And I know, because I know there's going to be people out there that are going to be like, oh, no, I've been sticking the swab up his nose. You know, and I know that's not for everybody. And I know now, and now they know, there's now, what's becoming more and more popular is the swab that goes in your mouth now, which they're trying to work out the whole. Well, well, because the nose is, to do it up the nose is a trick. I mean, I I sneezed a couple of times when I first did it. I sneezed and I had a runny nose. While the swab was in. Oh, 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 that sounds painful. Yeah, yeah. I I, I sneezed while the swab was in. I I had a runny nose all day. It was the worst, but I did it the first time. But then having done it every week now, I've gotten used to the idea. Wait, you're doing it every week up the nose? Yeah, for 10 weeks, yeah. Yeah, you talked about it. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize you were doing that every week. Oh, no, every, every oh. week for ten weeks. Yeah, ah. but it's because all of my research is going into a data bank for people, <clears throat> so that way they can find ways for people to get the testing done at home if they don't want to leave home. So basically, a lot of the situation I'm doing is based totally on the people that are too too scared to go out to the to the sites, they can talk to their insurance company, they can go to letsgetchecked.com and actually get the test sent to them via UPS, and it's a 10-week study, and it's it's very helpful. It really gives you peace of mind because right after the first test, you get uh, your results a couple of days later, they set you up with a uh, they set you up with a, a, a link, and then they set you up with your your um, your, your Gmail, and then they say the results. Say, hey, we sent your test. Uh, go to the site. Yeah, the email the site. And then 
off you go. And so far, it's been so good. I've been I've been very I've been very uh, fortunate that uh, mm-hmm. I've not been COVID positive. So, and considering the fact that as of lately, I'm going out a little bit more now than I was before, and I was a little apprehensive because okay, when I go out with Julie. Or now, you know, we're trying to get things together over at the record store. I've been out with uh, John for, you know, Electric Jungle and, you know, and things like that. And, and, and again, now that I'm not in my familiar surroundings, when you're out there in the world and God only knows what everybody's been touching. In fact, here's, a, here's one for you. Now there are a few stores out there. They're not taking your money anymore. They want yeah. you to use your card. They're not taking any money. In fact, uh, uh, Julie and I went out today, and uh, we went to uh, we went to Aldi. They would not take they would not take the money. You had to use a card. I went to McDonald's, and they don't want your money. They you have to give them your card. Yeah, the okay. some of the it you can if you want to pay cash, you can go to the registers. Like the self checkouts are credit are card only, because that way yeah. they they don't have to have employees filling the cash into the machines. Right. So it helps with that. But mm-hmm. I think hopefully that, you know, I, I, I prefer cash myself because I have a card that's linked to my checking account. Uh, I and do. I prefer, hey, I, pref- I prefer the old fashioned way, but there's some people being on, it's kind of big brotherish because that way they can track every transaction you've been at. But I mean, you're yeah. where, where everywhere you've been. I mean, your phone does that. I mean, we all carry our phones yeah. around, and if you if if someone wants to know where you've been, all they have to do is know where your phone's been, and that's easy. Me? All I gotta do is look on Facebook when you just checked in. You don't. well, a lot of people. Yeah. Most people don't use. Some people. I have a couple friends who some have deleted people Facebook use the GPS. They're... Some people. Some people use their GPS. As long as they got a phone, you got GPS. They'll find. Yeah, they know where you at. Mm-hmm. They know where you've been. But yeah, anyway, so um, that, I'm still. Yeah, in the meantime, uh, they got no problem going on Amazon all day. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> it's been a interesting week. Uh, finished, uh, built a riser for one of my glass cases, and I'm, I uh, saw that. Out. That was cool. Yeah, I built the light up thing on it, and uh, used using some of Dad's woodworking tools. So that's oh, that's, that's, that's cool. fun. Used a, a scroller saw and a planer. So like, wow. Yeah. So, well, you have like this, like the little like mist that comes out. Like you could do like. Uh, Space Odyssey 2001 like smoke machine, and, yeah, like a smoke machine, and then <laughs> yeah. rotates. And... Yeah, I need to get some dry ice. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it ain't like, like ladies a... and gentlemen, it's prime. Ladies and gentlemen, Stonehenge. It's not like yeah. the spinal, spinal Tap. No, you should have like the uh, the Space Odyssey from David Bowie. Dun, 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 dun. You know, playing out from it. You know, from men who sold the world. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. No, I just. I, I... I swear, why was I looking at where somebody was using action figures and stuff like that, and they were setting off like explosives yeah, to make they it were, look uh, like they yeah uh, because the photography yeah they'd show like the photography like, little like fireworks and smoke bombs around like yeah. action figures make it look like actual battle scenes. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, I mean the cosplayers do that too with that whole uh, trick photography thing, you know the yeah, you know, but that's... But this not the, not just Photoshop, but I mean like. Using yeah, actual, real... using actual Fireworks? little sparklers yeah, yeah. and no. stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, I've seen video of it. It looks pretty yeah. cool. But cosplay people, they do it. If they ever do it that way, I want to watch because, no offense, I kind of watch, watch when something goes horribly, horribly wrong. But horribly wrong. 
Um, do you set up like little scenes, or you just do it where you just put no? Them on I don't. I don't stuff? do dioramas. I just set them up. Uh, I'm trying to do that more, kind of more that if it don't display, it's going away. Where I've I'm kind of calling. I've actually sold two figures today. So oh wow, uh, it's Facebook Marketplace. It's really great. Uh, for, you know, not having What'd to you pay. Sell? Uh, just two uh, little Beast Wars figures. Okay, I, I've, I've cut away. Uh, I've cut away four hundred and fifty forty-fives over the last week. Yeah, you so, said you've been culling your collection. Yeah. We talked about last last week. So you know, how's that going? That would... Yeah, it's doing good. I mean, good. like I said, I got four hundred and fifty records ready to give away slash sell, and um, it's uh, it's been good. I've had a couple of people hit me up already, mm-hmm. and um, I have one guy in Washington D.C. who. I'm going to be sending him a surprise package. Uh, his, you know, hi Steve, Stephen C. Majors from uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, thanks for uh, listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we he, hope. Yeah, not so hope. much of a surprise now if he listened. No, yeah. but that's I know, but he knew I was going to do it. But yeah. uh, we had talked. You know, I talked to him about it. You know, a few years ago, he had asked for. Uh, he was looking for a 45 that I that that I happened to have extra copies of, and I sent him that one plus eight more and then after that it's been kind of like this dialogue i actually got to talk to him in person mm. which was really cool and uh now he's kind of like wow you know great so i got about i got like i said 450 of them uh basically it's just a matter of just you know getting the best of the doubles and triples keeping the best ones for myself of course but then all of the what I would call B class and C class records. The B class right, records, right? You, you're, yeah, we talked about this last week. You're, you're starting pulling your collection now. Like yeah. I said, now I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I don't remember if you answered this or not. But are you finding as you're going through the collection, are you finding more that you are missing that you want? Yes, yes, yes I have. <laughs> okay. Yes, I have. Yeah, it never, it never fails because yeah. here it is. You know, you go through. A certain, you know, a certain group or a certain, you know, label or something, and you're kind of like, oh, wow, I got all of this label except this one. (laughs) Or I got all of these songs except this one. Or you discover that that artist, you know, has got labels, has has done records elsewhere, and then you go after them. You know, it just, it it never stops. Yeah, you're trying to just chasing that dragon. Right, exactly. Always chasing that dragon, man. Is that but, code for something? Yeah, it's huh? the addiction. Nothing. The addiction. <laughs> the collecting bug. Yeah, it, it. it's it's the it's the passion that you have when you're collecting. It's like archaeology. You're like going out there in the wilds and just trying to find the stuff. And yeah, I mean, you could do it on online and everything, and that's all good and fine. No hating on that, okay? Uh, but at the same time, there's just a little extra something. When you go out to the second-hand stores in the flea markets or the barns or the basements or the attics, or you read about it in Marketplace or you search it out somewhere, and then you're like, oh, wow, look at this. Uh, case in point, uh, a friend of mine, Wolf Calls, he, um, he had a, a couple of boxes of 45s, you know, record boxes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, 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 we talked oh, about those it. Those are boxes I, that have records in them? Yes. Exactly. I would hope so. Yeah. And so, so we had like 150 of them. We talked on a price, and he actually dropped them off. You know, uh, contactless drop off. I mean, he came by, and I gave him the tray. Did with he the drop money. them off a building? 
No, no, in the front of the house. Uh, anyway, so so he dropped him like, in the front of the house. Did he like smash him or did he just drop him? Drop him? Or no, he, no, no. He, he placed, placed him on the ground. He placed him on the step away slowly. All right. No, yes. and you leave a yes. paper bag with the money in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, same thing. Yeah. Anyway, but so that being said, you know, it was uh, <laughs> that being said, you know, it was just like you know. So I bring him in and I find that oh my gosh. I mean, what I paid for them uh, more than made up for what was inside the case. I, I, I totally doubled my money with what was inside the boxes. I mean, there was a bunch of there was a bunch of um, uh, there were a bunch of import sites that I had never seen on major on uh, major groups. There was a bunch of alternate takes on things I've never heard, and some really really clean stuff that my uh, my collection had some real beaters in so i got to replace them so which that was really nice okay. so, were there any naked pictures of b arthur no no what? no pictures of b what? arthur and no no pictures of <laughs> kitty uh you know uh, 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 of of uh, betty white there's no pictures of uh i didn't ask anything about betty white we like betty white Nick, oh, yeah. Of yeah, um, yeah that's kind of sick okay um <laughs> That's, uh, that sorry, I was I saw Airheads again over the weekend when they. Uh, why, why, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> That's one of the crazy demands that they have. Is is like one of the crazy demands they give them is a is a nude picture of B. Arthur. Why Why would anybody want to get have their stomach turned? I mean, really now. Well, they wanted to prove they were. They wanted to prove that they were. They they, they were insane and they were. You know that they could. They they weren't of their own cognizant mind. <laughs> Airheads. So well, they would be able to have that defense after they got arrested. Of course. <laughs> so they did things like football helmets filled with cottage cheese, and the other thing was <laughs> and stuff like that. Now, uh, now I want to see that on uh, Netflix, by the way, or would you find out? I don't you know. That? You know, it, Comedy Central has it running every so often, but boy, that movie, for some strange reason, for a movie that's not really is supposed to be a good movie the irony is the cast has like it's like a killer cast it's like there there isn't a bad person in that cast like somebody who isn't like really well known i mean there's only a few people where it's like i don't know who that guy is everybody's like somebody where it's like you're like okay do you ever get the feeling that those types of movies are created from a bunch of people getting together at somebody's mansion at a big party saying, yeah, that would be a good idea for a movie. Let's make it. Well, it was funny because it was it – was, I can't remember what year Airheads was made, but it was just at the right time where there were a bunch of people who were in that film who it was right before they all got real, real bigger. Before they all got big. And, okay. and, but they were, they were right on that cusp and they all needed a job kind of thing and it all kind of fell in because like Farley's in there. And Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi and uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, The Mummy, not Tom Cruise. The, 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 the good one. Brandon Fraser. 94. Um, Joe Montaigne. Um, See, it, it, it just... It, Michael, it, McEwen, Michael McKean's in there. Ernie, Ernie Hudson's in this thing. Judd Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... You have some butt-header in this movie. So here's the thing. It kind of it rings true of another movie, American Graffiti. Here's Ron Howard's writes, writes a passage as an adult 
actor, you know, Cindy Williams, uh, yeah, uh, Harrison Ford, you know, and all of these guys who were just starting to break out, you know, and it, that was just their central piece to break them well, out. Well, it's funny because American Graffiti is the only reason why Happy Days came out to existence. Well, yeah, well, that, that was a movement that was happening back then because, all right, you had Love American Style, which mm-hmm. featured the very first uh, episode of Happy Days called The Television Set. Then, okay, here in Chicago, Fire Radio starts in March of 1973. Okay, American Graffiti was was uh, making its inroads in, in 72. And so it was just like this whole nostalgic renaissance happening in the early 70s for some reason. Everybody went from uh, hippie people and, you know, the, love, the summer of love and all this other stuff. Now it's the early 70s, and now everybody's gone back to the late 1950s, early 1960s again all of a sudden. And you have bands like Shana Na and Shawadawadi. And, uh, Shawadawadi? Yeah, Shawadawadi is the... Bad? That's a yeah. band? Yeah, it's a band. Shawadawadi <laughs> was the equivalent. It was the British equivalent to Shana Na. They were called Shawadawadi. Ah, okay. And, and uh... Flash Cadillac and the Continental Kids, they were a thing for a little while. They were featured in the movie. So, yeah, it became a renaissance thing uh, in the early 70s. And uh, here in Chicago, when Fire came on the air, boom, it brought all the 50s and 60s stuff in vogue again. It was like the thing of right right place, right time. And so that being said, but, yeah, but all those stars in that movie – ended up doing bigger things. I mean, Cindy Williams went to Laverne and Shirley, you know, you know, Ron Howard went to Happy Days. Harrison Ford went to do a Paul Lamatt, went on to do other things, you know. I think the only character that I don't think went any further than that movie was the girl that played uh, Frog's girlfriend. Or not Frog, Toad in the movie. There was a blonde-haired girl, uh, Candy Clark, I think her name was. And Never heard anything further out of her, but it's just one of those mm. things, you know. But yeah, I get it. Um. Uh, by the way, I wanted to ask you, Mike. Yeah. What? Uh, so, what would you say are your favorite? Uh, this was I was going to ask this while ago. We got off on a tangent. What are, What are uh, your favorite uh, transformer pieces you've got? Or what? What are probably your your or is that different than which ones are worth the most or what do you, uh, well, you mean like there's ones that have monetary value and then there are ones that have sentimental value. Right. I mean, yeah. So I have, I have one, uh, that, uh, back in way back in the eighties, uh, when my friends and I were collecting and one day my neighbor had thrown out a bunch of playboys and we managed to find them out of the, you know, garbage bag that he had disposed of them from. And there's just no garbage on them. They just, just, it was just the magazines he was throwing away. He had them in a bag. So we swiped the bag and I had a, you know, I had a, for a while I had a stack of Playboys. And, I remember this story. Go ahead. And uh, a friend of mine wanted a particular issue and he traded me his Sunstreaker and which is one like a yellow uh, Lamborghini. And okay. Uh, few years later he died in a car wreck uh drunk driver killed him so 
that one is, uh, for years, that was proudly displayed in my room. You know, that has, has the most value to me personally. And there's other ones that have, like, you know, like the Fortress Maximus from 1987. That one's worth a lot. There's some of the third-party figures, like unlicensed third-party figures that have a lot of value now. And there's one on an, in a set I want to kind of try and complete, but I don't want to pay the secondary market for. But, uh, yeah, there's there are there, like the original, I mean, like the Generation 1 or the original Optimus Prime, that's been reissued like 10 times or whatever. Jeez. But, I mean, I have the original Vintage that I rebought in 95 when I got back into collecting, and that one's worth uh, maybe 150 200 now. Uh, but, yeah, there's some Vintage pieces that I, I, I enjoy, and there's other ones that are like, yeah, I had... There's a couple of them did survive my... Uh, the, the when I first bought them back in the day, I still had the originals, a couple of them, not many, but because I've you know once I found out that I could rebuy them, I I buy you know versions that were not broken or or, or stickers that weren't uh, peeled or anything like that. But yeah, there's a couple pieces that are that are of, you know that are expensive, you know they're pretty valuable. But there's a couple that are like yeah, then these are special to me personally. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, I mean, I have I have certain songs, I have certain records that mean the world to me. Uh, not on a monetary level, but on a personal level. Monetary level, I've got all kinds of things in the record collection I can probably turn for a nice profit. But I mean, okay, you, you're gonna you, you might find this interesting. My father, <clears throat> he gave me a copy of um, Inside Looking Out, and you're on my mind on MGM. Uh, by Eric Burden and the Animals. I still have that record to this day. I mean, it was that and uh, the Rolling Stones, you know, and uh, with with the Rolling Stone 45, which I also still have to this day. Uh, and uh, let's see, uh, Get Off My Cloud and I'm Free, which, you know, I have that on the original Blue London label. I was singing that now, the other day. I was like, Get Off of My <laughs> Cloud. <laughs> I was seeing that in the truck the other day. I was saying, I heard another funny adventure. Uh, last week, I tried to start the lawnmower and it wouldn't start. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't start. Because I, I haven't got it. it. Yeah, the lawnmower wouldn't start. Exactly. Yeah, he's got it uh, in his room with him, actually, right. now, running. Uh, we've been hearing it most of the Sitting on top yeah, of Yeah, we've been it, hearing you know. most of the show. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I That's mean, right. It's, it's his ceiling. No, it's, it's his just fan. Funny. He's got I'm a, just laughing. It's his fan. He needs it to survive because he has yep. an AC. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, all right. Next day, I rented a lawnmower for like 25 bucks at the rental place mm-hmm. so I can get the grass cut. So the next day, all right, I'll take it to get it repaired. So I'm about to lift it up into the truck because I got to lift it up into, uh, into the back of my pickup. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull it just to see. And sure enough, first pull starts right up. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so at least so now it's ready i mean I'm, i don't know what i did but i mean i checked the plug i checked the oil i checked the gas and i cleaned the carburetor a little trick i learned on youtube but man oh man it's like <sighs> just needed a good little shake i guess yeah i just took a little i don't know maybe a flooded eight, i guess but oh well but that was fun <laughs> that was 25 bucks yeah. wasted so Oh, well, that happens. I mean, yeah. there, you know, it's one of those moments, too, where you go ahead and you sell something and then you realize, maybe I shouldn't have sold that. Because <laughs> then you find out later, 
that, oh, yeah, that's what it was really worth. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay, I gave that away. <laughs> you know. Oh, I've, had, I've, I've had that. Where it's like, well, at least I got what I was happy with, what I sold it for. And then, like, right, like right. six months later, it, like, triples in value because somebody was on the up or something. Well, it was not the up and up. Yeah. You know. Oh, well. But things been okay. Jeff, how you been? Yeah. I was going to ask you, I saw you play, you play, you were playing Hero, uh... Hero, hero, yeah, Hero Realms for a game night. Oh my god, we're playing in the garage because we're being sensible and social distancing somewhat, and just trying to mm-hmm. stay, you know, limiting contamination. And but by the end, I'm like the weird, like getting beat up. Uh, the mosquitoes are, are biting the hell out of us, so we had to mm-hmm. quit. We were like, no, we're done, because <laughs> so, I didn't have any off. I didn't have any repellent in, mm-hmm. uh, in the house. You didn't have the bug zapper. So you didn't have the bug zapper either. No, we don't have the bug zapper no more. And we we lit a citronella candle I found in the garage, but that don't those things don't help. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it was a we played. Uh, I haven't got a candle for you. You could have lit it; would have helped a lot. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has one too, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we did some game night on Friday. That was fun. Had a good yeah, time. Yeah, you're. Your family walks in. Why does it smell like fish in the in the in the garage? Oh, oh! I shouldn't say that. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. For JJ smells just. Um, although the Cole, the guy from Coldplay, we could ask him if one of these days he would know. Yeah. Um. You can uh, <laughs> he, name that tune in three notes, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Jeff, mm-hmm. how you been? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, for the most part, pretty good. Um, you know, it's funny. I did some gaming over the weekend uh, online, so that was pretty much my most of my Saturday and a little bit Sunday morning. Then I did um, I did a workshop for some from people at Toastmasters. Uh, you know, it's funny because I laugh because when people are like, "Oh, I'm not seeing anybody. I'm not getting anywhere." It's like I don't know. With Zoom, it's like. I'm seeing and getting to see people I normally wouldn't get to see on a regular basis because like I was gaming with people from like all over the country, like from the East coast, coast, Texas, Louisiana, you know, yeah, you know, you you get the idea because we're able to do that. I mean, we had, um, for the ongoing that we, the ongoing campaign, this ongoing D six star Wars campaign that we've been run that I've been a part of for like, God, it's gotta be like almost 20, 25 years. Um, and I think we were, we had about, I think we had about probably, they ran about, they ran three slots, what you would call three different, three slots a day. And each slot was running somewhere in the neighborhood of between like three to four games each. And we had about anywhere from 20 to 60 20 to 30 players total each time mm-hmm. so i mean really in reality i don't know if they were the same people over and over again but really in reality we're talking about somewhere in the neighborhood of you know six you know we had about anywhere between 60 and 100 people play over the mm-hmm. weekend so you know kind of amazing in that regard to be able to do that with multiple different modules and you know, set up a whole schedule. It was almost like a gaming convention, so to speak. So, so kind of cool. Uh, I got to play a few things and I had to run a couple, 
I had to run a couple events too. One of the ones I ran was um, a module I wrote. God, it's got to be like 20 years ago. I wrote basically a Star Wars Christmas module. Nice. Um, <laughs> that I I I wrote like eons ago. Was B. And Arthur in it? No, I could add her. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that. B. Arthur. I think you are aware of this. B. Arthur is in the huh? Star Wars Christmas special. Yes, the Star Wars holiday special. Yes, we got the Star Wars holiday special, and she's the she's with she's uh, the owner of the most Eisley's Cantina, and they do a song and dance number. And I have threatened for a very long time that one of these days I'm going to write a module, which in the middle of the most Eisley Cantina they're going to do a song and dance number. And everybody's like, "If you do that, I swear to God, I'm going to kill you." Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's canon. I'm allowed to. Oh, yeah. Uh, Favreau but, says it's canon. I don't know about Filoni, but, but Dave Favreau, Robert, uh, John Favreau wants to do a Halloween. Yeah, John Favreau wants to do another one. Yeah. And I'm like, and he mentioned they mentioned Life Day in the first episode of uh, Mandalorian. That is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, to me, I kind of laugh about the whole thing. It's... Uh, but when you've got yeah. that many people, and there's, there's some people who are great for the laughs, and sometimes it's, some people are super serious and they get upset when people are having too much fun. At least mm-hmm. they're, they're that's stupid. Yeah, because I'm the one who has to read the flavor text when we're gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, you enter a room and a strange man in a cloak in the corner. You know, I'm, I'm the. Yes, I'm the. You know what my favorite part? You know what my favorite part is. My favorite part of being when I'm running a game is what here's the part that's always hysterical. It's when there's nothing going on where you're doing certain things and they all get paranoid. You could <laughs> yeah. when when you know when you kind of like do this nondescript uh, and then you could do something else where they should totally be checking it and it's like, "Oh yeah, we're good." Like, "Really?" Like it's like they have to like deli- <laughs> cuz like they're on like an imperial mission doing bringing presents to an orphanage and they're like check it for a bomb check it for a bomb like check the ship for a bomb and i'm like you know here's the irony the irony is more people are paranoid in this module about this <laughs> than in the module where they actually wrote something where there actually is a bomb on the sh- attached to the ship <laughs> and nobody and nobody ever nobody ever finds it never, well nobody normally just sits i, I rarely ever hear anybody go Hey, before we take off, I'm going to check just to make sure there wasn't anything put on the ship. Usually I have to be like, hey, give me a perception check or something like that. You know, then everybody's like, okay, let's go. Let's get out of here. I'm like, okay, that's a bad thing. Maybe, yeah, you should have checked that. Yeah, and it's like, I don't really want to kill everybody. But But when you're you're in the safest, they think they're the most uh, in the most, most peril. Oh yeah. No. There was one there was one time I created like sometimes we do like what's called like a seminar where we do kind of like an interactive thing or a special event that gets run. And there was one that I essentially some the 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 head of the rebellion ends up getting kidnapped and they have to go get him and he's inside this warehouse. Well we we did all kinds of crazy things with the warehouse. Like um, like you open the door and there's like lasers flying around in the dark, like the red like lasers. There's light, like it lights up on, it lights up all over the place. So they're all freaked out because they think there's a whole bunch of sniper guns in there. 
when really in reality it's just red lights. <laughs> um, no, it's just colored lights. We, yeah. we, uh, we had that we knew there were a bunch of people who were wearing a whole bunch of power armor and stuff like that for some strange reason. So we sneakily found out who had the most powerful one and made sure that the magnets that were in the bu- that were in the walls <laughs> of the building were strong enough to pull that guy. <laughs> the heavy armored guy. The heavy armored guy. So anybody who had like was wearing armor kept getting slammed from one side of the building to the other. Um, it was like they had to get, get out of their armor and stuff. Um, we had stuff where there was like silly stream that came down that was acid. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I know what it was. Then there was something where the top of the if. Um, like it was blacktop, and depending on what you did to it, if you struck it, it would all go up in a big boom, like a big flame, like Whoa. an explosion. It was combustible, Well, It was combustible. Oh. It was like a whole bunch of this kind of stuff. I mean, we did like a whole bunch of this stuff. It was like basically we called it the fun house. <laughs> and when I say the fun house, the only people who were ever getting fun were the GMs. Right. Um, Booby traps. Because the, the night before, we were like laughing our ass off putting this thing together. Um um, and they were not, they were not happy, but it was really funny because they got through it. And I, I remember specifically saying this, the reason I'm going this route is, um, I remember specifically saying, okay, so they get off the final floor and they go, they get off the floor and they go through, I think we had it where the secret passage to get downstairs to where they were holding them was inside the kitchen, was inside the refrigerator. And they would never have guessed it was in there. And then they found it. Um, so I'm like, it was really funny. Um, as a matter of fact, the four because you get force visions, and as they're walking around and they can't find it, we gave a force vision to the for- gave a we gave a force vision to the to the force users who were like, "You're hungry, but you don't know why." <laughs> um, it's a line from Robin Williams, right? It, but we used it anyway because yeah. we thought it'd be funny. Um, <laughs> the point I was getting at is. So they get through the refrigerator, they go to go down the stairs, and we're like, what are we going to put on stairs? I'm like, absolutely nothing. And they're like, what do you mean? Trust me. Use this description. The stairs are clean and pristine, and they look immaculate. Oh. And, and, and everybody was like, oh, you're mean. I'm like, yeah, kind of. Oh, this got me a trap. <laughs> nope. Just clean nope, stairs. Not at all. And the best is they're doing stuff and then they start rolling botches. So now there is stuff going on. Like I said, uh, players are fun that way. You use their own paranoia against them. Um, I saw... Um, I've been watching that Dirty John um, Betty Broderick thing on USA. I don't know if either one of you have caught... Uh, probably not because neither one of you guys really have cable, right? No, I've not been watching much television. I've just been watching Stargirl. It's my only appointment television I've been watching. Yeah. So, um, um, go ahead. What, uh, what's up about this? So uh, it's, um, it's based on a true, the true life story. It's, uh, the, of the Brady, the, the Broderick's case, the, the Betty Broderick case that happened a while, a while back. Um, and, but the interesting part is the, the two leads are Christian Slater and Amanda Pete. And, Amanda Pete gives, I'll tell you right now, Amanda Pete, that's probably one of the best performances I've seen her give in a long time. Um, if that's not an Emmy nominated 
if that's not nominated for an Emmy performance, I don't know what is. But I'm sure some Game of Thrones thing or something like that will fucking knock her out and not get it nominated. Um, but I thought she gave a really... I, I thought it was really solid. It was well done. It was a, it was a good piece. Um, I will say it was kind of one-sided towards Betty Broderick, but it became very clear that he, there's a reason. There was reasons for that, um, that they had to show certain things. But Christian Slater was really good in it, too. I, I just thought it was a real well-done kind of mini-series. I think it's like about six episodes. And it's on USA, and you can pick it up. So it's, it's, a, it's a high recommend if that's stuff that you're – you know, they've done a real good job with some of those pieces when, they, when they're doing stuff like that. Um, you know, where they're doing like, like true life story type pieces. Cause they did that one piece a while back with, um, with Big East, with, uh, with, uh, Notorious Big and, and Tupac. That was really good too. And it was, it was kind of a similar, they kind of used a similar vibe to it in some ways, if you know what I mean. Um, but this was a little bit more chronological, but it was really solid. Um, trying to think about anything else that I, did I do anything else of note? Not really. No, last week was kind of a quiet week in some ways. Um, but that's okay. Oh, I've been Any playing way too were, much. You've been watching, uh, you said you watched Airheads. Yeah, I saw Airheads. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and I watched a little bit of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 before I lose, uh, before I lose Disney+. Plus. Because hmm. um, I just can't figure out why I would... I'm not sure I really feel the need to keep it for another month. Now just wait until uh, season two of Mandalorian. Right. Well, it, it's funny because um, Winter Soldier Falcon was supposed to be. Yeah, they announced that. Was, yeah. Yeah. So, and so that's, we lost. That's not, yeah, I, that's not coming out this uh, next month. So. See, that's that's the part where I kind of laugh because it's like. You know they they've created this they've created this summer movie thing on Friday night, but there's a part of me where I'm like, okay, I've seen all these movies. Oh, I'm sorry, I watched Solo again. I also watched Solo again, okay. and I can I continue to sit there and go, boy, I hope Disney Plus does something with that. Well, I think well the actor who played Solo says he's right. part of a project and he's he's legally bound not to mention it. So, right, I, fingers crossed. We're we get either a direct to Disney plus solo movie or a series. That would be awesome. Right. Right. And, and, and you know what? A series might be better than a movie. Yeah. A series actually would be a lot better than a movie. It probably would have been better. Mandalorian formula. Right. And you know what? Uh, A series would have been a lot better than a movie, especially with what they were trying to do. But I get it. They thought they could do well on a movie. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just like think if like the solo movie was like an eight episode arc instead, where they could have yeah. spent more time with the characters, like what they did with like like uh, Nick Nolte, uh, uh, Ugnaught, and uh, Cara Dune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would work. Well, and the funny part is about Solo is there's some aspects of that where there was so much in some ways with other plot lines that were left dangling that were interesting. Like the whole Crimson Dawn thing was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I liked, I liked the Kara character and I liked to see where they were planning on going with that. And then, 
what they were going to do with Darth Maul and how that was going to work. Um, you know, I was curious a little bit about um, the, I can't remember whatever nest that it is that is kind of like a rebellion of sorts. Um, you know, it, it would have been interesting to see a little bit because, you know, there's, it, it, in fairness, there's a little bit of time before Jabba, before the whole thing happens where Han gets in trouble with Jabba. Right, where it gets in, well, I mean, he was obviously with hanging with Jabba for a while. I mean, right. And in the books, there's some interesting stories about that, about where, where, you know, seriously, like one of the reasons why Jabba was like cutting him so much slack is like Han had done a whole bunch, had done a whole bunch of stuff Yeah. where, you know, he was really in Jabba's good graces and Jabba was really trying to be like, look, Hey, I can only go so long before this starts to get ugly. You know. Yeah, where I I've got a reputation to protect. Where yeah, you need to you know obviously pay up. So yeah, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, we lost. So we lost Falcon Winter Soldier, and of course, who knows about Black Widow? But someone <laughs> saw a meme to the other day. It's like yeah, Black Widow dropped on Disney Plus. You're like, yeah, really? Yeah. You also go to Time Marker at 152.48 at Endgame where she's hanging off the ledge. Mm. See, because that Black Widow drops. Get it? Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. you had to be there. That's that's so bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's really bad. Did we lose Ivan? You there, Ivan? I think we... No, he's on mute. I don't know what happened. He might be eating. Oh, he might be eating. That's good. Uh oh, is it? Because now we can't have our segment about what is Ivan evening. Well, he's here. I can't hear him. Maybe if he was to leave the call and come back, we'll see. Mm. Oh, I'm fine. Hi, guys. Hello. You're okay. We figure. Yeah. No, I was uh, on a. I went on a uh, personal run. Okay. Ah. That. That's totally. Did you you break a? Did you break it? Did you break records doing it? Nah. Are you out of breath? Nah. <laughs> okay. No, no. Was it like a jog more than a run then? Yeah. Well, it was just I was when I just went to where to shake some things loose. So I not not, notwithstanding what you just did in the last fifteen minutes, how was your week last week? <laughs> uh no, my week was uh good. I mean, uh other than just the usual going out into Corona land and uh, taking care of some things, you know, for the house and um, just uh, doing the record thing. Uh, I was on Twitch over the weekend twice. I did. Yeah, a, I was working on my uh, detail riser, listening to your tunes the other night. So that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. I mean, I, it, it's interesting because it's like every time I go on Twitch, uh, it seems like I get further and further out. I mean, uh, I think it was last last time I was on, uh, 11 days before, and uh, that's when uh, I ended up reaching uh, Denmark and Switzerland and and places like that. Now it seems like I'm reaching out more towards Germany and Poland now, and uh, it's it's very exciting to get people who are, you know, they contact you on the chat in different languages. You only wish that you knew what they were saying. And then they go ahead, they translate what it is they're talking about. And it's just like, 
oh, that's that's really cool. And, you know, and, and on the um, program I did Sunday, you know, Saturday and Sunday, which was all Chicago-based soul music because, well, again, here we go on my crusade for Chicago music in general, you know, which is a well-known thing on the show. But, yeah, I featured everything from the Chicago area was either recorded or released here. It was really very cool. I had a good time curating it and putting yeah, it together. Yeah, I, I really dig that uh, cover of uh, Day Tripper. <laughs> oh, the Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was a uh, that was uh, you know that's you know one of those nifty little surprises, and it, it was funny because I um, I didn't plan that. That kind of just happened, you know. When uh, when Jeff quit, you know, Oreo Boy Seven Two Six, he um, asked about wanting to know more about Day Tripper, and I assembled the little thing at the top of the hour at that moment. That was not planned, you know. I just I did it. Just then. Yeah, you and, played a few snippets of some other uh, songs. Right, and and, it, and you know I like doing that. It 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 uh it, it those so are the are things. more and more people after the show or before the show they're reaching out to you. Saying, yeah, yeah. Saying, hey, and, uh, could you play this or hey, could you find this? Right, right. funky music, white boy. Play the. <laughs> oh, there you go, uh, Wild Cherry. Okay, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, Freebird. Okay, there's Freebird. The old... Yep, yep, yep. Play some Skinner, yep. man. Yeah. Well, no, I've, I've had some people. They uh, they would say it throughout the show. Hey, do you like Johnny B. Good? Do you like uh? Somebody asked about George Foreman. I, I'm like George the, the, the boxer, the, the boxer who made who made the grill famous. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> did he make any music? Not that I, I know. I think they made George Thurgood. Thurgood. You know, oh, probably met George Thurgood. <laughs> That's probably who they were trying to say. I, I don't know. All I know is they kept asking for George Foreman. I'm just George like, Foreman. and I'm just like, what? Did he make the song about the grill that I don't know about? I mean, you know, <laughs> grab myself a pot of hamburger, oh, yeah. sit in the grill now. <laughs> you know, let's have a party. Uh, that type of thing. No, I have no idea. But <clears throat> all I can say is, yeah. That, but that, like I said, it was fun, you know, and it's nice that, you know, you get people on there. They're very appreciative of what you do and everything. I have a, a friend a friend of mine in France. Her name is um, Fran Rose Barricane, which um, she, she, she's fabulous. She does her own uh, Facebook Live thing. You know, she's a, she's a disc jockey, you know, much you know much like myself with all of us being in place, just taking place and doing it from our houses. She's got an A, B, and B that she runs in in France, and she really does some fantastic work. And, For those uh, not in the know, uh, please explain what an Airbnb is. Okay, an Airbnb is a place where you can rent to stay, a person's house, which you can rent to stay, like, for a weekend, and uh, things of this nature. You know, it, it's just people, you know, just putting their best foot forward. Saying, oh, you hey, mean I- an Airbnb? An Airbnb. Yes. Oh, okay. It was like an A, B, and B. It was like, oh, was she assembling, like, the alphabet? The Avengers. Airbnb. Okay, well, okay. Forgive, my, forgive my Hispanica. Okay, I thought it was some musical thing where it's like, no, it's... No, 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 no. Airbnb, no. got it, got it. Airbnb. The Airbnb. Okay. I miss They're A like and ABBA. W. I miss A and W. They're like ABBA. I like, I miss A, I miss A, I miss uh, A and W. I like their, I like their frosty mugs, the group here. 
I missed that. Okay, getting off of that. Anyway, so yeah, so you know, uh, you know, Arby's is doing repair floats for a buck. Yeah, I saw that. I don't have an Arby's by me anymore. Uh, <laughs> there are none by me either. There's one by me. <laughs> you attend it every other night. No, just... I like root beer hey, and I look, like vanilla those, ice cream. Those but yeah, I just don't like. I like, I don't like me personally, I don't like root beer floats. That's just me. Okay. Well, no, I, I love I love a good root beer float, but it has to be made with the right kind of ice cream and the right kind of root beer. You What's just... the right kind of ice cream? Well, okay, for me, you know, since I can't get Bears ice cream where I'm at, I have to go with uh, I have to go with Dean's, which Dean's is probably the next best thing. Bears? You mean Briars? Or Briars? Yeah, Briars. Yeah, you can get it at the A B and B. Okay, guys. All right, come on. Now. <laughs> All right, jeez, you know. You, you I didn't not... know aspirin. I didn't know the aspirin people made ice cream. You, you know that it's one of those moments where you just want to walk away. Anyway, but <laughs> anyway, um, so it has to be Dean's. Okay, it has to be Dean's ice cream because you know there's something about the consistency of the ice cream against you know actual you know root beer. If you get I you know IBC. Root beer with Dean's ice cream. You've got yourself one hell of a root beer float. Have you even, a, have you guys tried the Goose Island root beer? I have tried the Goose Island root beer. I like it's it. Pretty good. I like it. And then uh, Doctor Sprouch. Doctor Spock. You want the the, the child Spark. psychologist? No, Doctor Sparch. That's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> no. Anyway. There's there, there's one called Doctor Sparch, which is okay. really so. Yeah, so you know. So you've anyway. been busy with it, twitching, and you've been going through your record collection. Well, that that and um, I also um, here's an interesting thing. Uh, well, at least it was to me. Uh, I had gotten a hold of my guitar from Electric Jungle, and I was going through some stuff in the other room the other day. And remember the echo pedal that was used in Leaf, the Bill the Bill Partica echo pedal. Never used it. No, I never. I never. Oh, I'm aware of it. Yeah. Okay, well, when when they dismantled the studio, I just decided, well, they were going to throw it out, so I. I- okay. So the other day I'm going through a bunch of stuff and I went ahead and I found it and I'm like, oh, there's the, there's the, um, the transformer for it. There's the, the pedal. Hmm, let's get a couple of cables. Let's plug the guitar in. So I go ahead and I hook up my my guitar to my mixing board, run it through Uh-oh. my amplifier, Uh-oh. and guess what? I ended up making some really really beautiful cosmic music. In fact, uh, it got me inspired. Uh, to do a track which I'm currently working on called uh, Dreaming of Aliens, which I'm really proud of. Mm. And uh, I was just very pleased at the fact that that pedal, despite the fact that it was Partikaized, you know, because Bill Partika had his way of wiring things in the old Weef studio that was kind of unorthodox, okay? You couldn't put it against the standards of other electricians or people that worked in in uh, t- radio stations, isn't that every every isn't that every brokered radio station though? 
I don't know. I don't know if it was every... I feel like it is. I, I don't know if that was every brokered radio station. All I know is that the Bill Partika, if you wanted anything done at Weave, you had to talk to Bill Partika. You know, God rest his soul, you know, great guy. He's, he's long since been gone. But, you know, so I brought that pedal out, and I hooked it all up, and I was, you know, calibrating some of those settings on there, which, of course, to the disdain of Marley and Otis, who weren't too happy at the fact that the feedback was out of control. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, but then finally, after I wrangled everything in and I got lost in these tunes, and I was just like, oh, wow, this is cool. So what I did was I, I sent a file to my friend Drew, and uh, Drew says, hey, man, you know, you need to f- send that to me, you know, in a regular audio file and like yeah okay I'll, I'll do that for you but yeah i think i'm yeah man i sent the song in a jpeg <laughs> you can't send a <laughs> jpeg <laughs> i don't know computers either ivan it's amazing we even have a show now <laughs> okay i'm like yeah okay yeah all right <laughs> anyway it would have been much better if you sent it as a png Okay, come on now, guys. I mean, <laughs> I, I do have something up there. I mean, I know it looks it looks small from here, but uh, all I'm saying is, yeah, it, it was. Um, well, if so that was, track's available, just put it out there and let us know. Well, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like I, you know, this story went not where I thought it was going to go. I was waiting for it to like blow up your entire system yeah. because it was from <laughs> Bill Partika. No. You know, I never well, met him actually. I never met Bill Partika because I was I, a Sunday guy, so. Well, I met him once, one time. You know, the poor man. You know, the poor man suffered from all kinds of. You know, he, he was a lot of pain. You know, he had he had brain issues. You know, unfortunately, and that's exactly what that's what he passed away from. That's a prerequisite yeah. for working at WEF. I don't know. Maybe he was wow. putting the uh, transmitters too long. That's and how they hired getting... me. <laughs> Well, I mean, what's my excuse besides the fact that, you know, I'm just, you know, I was able to not break any of the chairs. <laughs> How much, uh, I huh? see the part I remember is you ended up walking away from like between VVX when VVX and NDZ left and WEF left, you ended up with like a whole, like, like almost enough for like an entire studio, didn't you? Well, okay, when uh, when NDZ when NDZ left VVX and it became XXY and all that other shit, and um, mm-hmm. they basically that board that was NDZ that ended up going home with me. I ended up right. taking that home. You okay. took home like a lot of you stuff, still, didn't you? Yeah, do you still have it? Uh, no, I I sold it to the uh, I sold it to one of the brokers. One of the brokers, you know, had asked about it. And so I actually made some money off of that board. So I ended up yeah, selling obviously it Obviously because you took the board for free. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I laughed about. Because yeah, I mean, Ivan was like, it was like, it was yeah. funny before I got fired from there. Uh-huh. Um, it was funny because like, you're like, and I was talking to you later. And like, they're like, yeah, they're going downtown. They're doing all new stuff. And like, they were like giving you all kinds of stuff left and right. I'm like, look at this going, Jesus. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I think, I think, I took the I took the board, I took two of the reel to reels, I took uh, <laughs> I took some of the cart machines. <laughs> I could have built my own studio when I was living over there on. I Armin. mean, seriously, 
I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, the only time I ever got something like that was when Sporting News was moving at the end, and it was my last radio job, and I was like, one. It was like one. I was and like, it was funny. My boss was like, "They're not taking any of these computers or things. Do you like want one in a flat screen?" I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. So, yes. And, and and that was the thing, man, because they didn't want to deal with any of it. And then, of course, uh, there was the uh, the closet full of records that uh, that uh, what's your name ended up getting a hold of because she says, "Oh, oh don't go in there yet. Uh, I want to look in there." And then she stuck. The, then she took them all and left me like a handful. I'm like, bitch. Anyway, but that's okay. <laughs> um, all I know is, is that uh, the chick from Rebel Radio? No. No, are you talking about the rebel? Are you talking about the chick from who? Who took all the records? Are you talking about Gina? Or are you talking about the uh, other Gina, one who came in? No, Gina Madalone. Okay. Did she take them? She's okay. from the Heart and Soul. Yeah, yeah. No, she wasn't. She no, did that motorcycle show. Okay. Yeah, that's Gina. That's Gina Madalone. Okay. Yeah. What was is that? There was like like there was like five six hundred singles in this closet. Uh, they had told me that I could have gone ahead and got them, and then Gina goes, "Oh, wait a minute! I'm only going to take a." couple and then i went the following day and they were all gone she had swiped them all i'm sure she did that's kind of what that was kind of it was funny because i remember when i first met gina when i first started working there and you know i just got out of college so i'm like oh (laughs) hot hot a hot looking chick at the radio station okay you know and then i got to know her i'm like oh god yeah, well, you know, she had a few road miles out her already, so it's kind of like... Yeah, well, like, that was okay, because she had that kind of like Patty Hayes thing going a little bit. Well, yeah, um, she kind of had that rough look on her. <laughs> right. Well, she had that rough, She had that smoky Patty Hayes sound, except she didn't look like Patty Hayes, thank God. Um, you know. Radio! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. Patty Hayes sounds amazing, and then you hear what supposedly she's so saying, and you're like, you're what, you like mean, "What you mean, like Homer's sisters-in-law from The Simpsons?" Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, remember, you know, I, I mean, like every kid who ever was like a radio kid from like the '80s had like dreams of Patty Hayes, and she had to what she had to look like, and then you find out what she really looked like, and you're just like, like "What?" <laughs> You were just I, forget <laughs> that. I mean, I know guys who like you know they they did it to her, you know, from the voice, and it's like then they found out and they're like, God, yeah, like yeah, it was kind of like that was all done. I mean, that that just like what, what who was it? There was um, I'll never what? forget. Like when I did when I was when I um when I was going to intern for Mancow, and okay. you know I was and they were talking about the Cuban bombshell. They were uh-huh. talking about that Irma Blanco chick, and she was supposedly some Cuban bombshell. And I see her, and I'm like, really? Uh-huh. I mean, that's not, that's not to say she's not. I mean, she was very chesty, but I wouldn't exactly say, like, on a scale, you know, how would I say this? I mean, she wasn't exactly, like, holy Five, yeah, cow, like, model level or anything. It was, you know, but, but okay. Then, then, of course, you know, speaking of shameful voices... Uh, I remember, remember my, um, remember my, my, my commercials that I was running for a little while just because I wanted to make some fast money and mm-hmm. uh, 30, uh, 30 minutes for $30, I think it was. Mm. And, uh, and then here it is, you know, she's got this great voice on the phone, but then she walks in and you're kind of like, okay, this is every, uh, joke I've ever heard about 
uh, sex phone people where, you know, you oh, you're talking about the phone voices. sex lady? Huh? You're talking about the phone sex lady that used to be on EEF? Yeah, that, that was on my show. Yeah, along with, uh, along with uh, that one show that I was doing with the lady and the one guy who uh, they were taking questions. And they were just, you know, the one guy was... Uh, one guy was kind of light the loafers, and the one lady was into whips and chains and all this other shit. Right? Wasn't that the phone? Yeah, yeah. I and uh, how he assaulted her, show. I think. Yeah, I think, really. Yeah, how he assaulted her. <laughs> that was the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what happens with that whole situation is that here it is. You know, the girl comes in to record the tracks for the commercials and everything, and she walks in, and I'm just like, I'm thinking in my head, she was nothing. Like I had envisioned her at all. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, okay, you know what? Uh, shame on me. But, you know, she was a nice person. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was, it was just a business like any other business. And Well, and, that's and, the one thing about when you worked in radio was that's the one thing I always used to laugh about was I, I it never seemed to fail. And maybe, maybe at the bigger stations it was a little bit different. But at, like, the brokerage stations – if there was a, a woman who walked in who was even, you know, pr- somewhat pretty, yeah. it was like half the guys in there were like, can I help your leg? Yeah. You know? I mean, exactly. Everybody was drooling. I mean, remember Rakumis? I'm uh, not Rakumis. Uh, there was one Greek, there was one uh, Greek show where there was a woman who used to speak in these really soft, even tones. And you sit mm-hmm. there, and you know you're sitting there trying to hold yourself down as she's talking, and you're thinking, "Oh, I wish I knew what she was saying in English," but you know. <laughs> and of course yeah. that, and of course it was one of those things where, yeah, she was beautiful. She her voice fit her personality. But it, yeah, it, you know, I it, can't remember who it was. There was a show when I was over at WSBC where there was some woman. I think she did pol- She was doing a Polish show. And uh-huh. all of the guys over there were, like, smitten. And it was funny when I saw her. I mean, she was a very pretty woman. But at the same time, how can I say? The way they would go on and on about her. Oh, my God. Thought she was You'd think like, she was Carmen Electra. Right. right. And it was right. funny because I was like, and it was funny. I'm like, what are you guys all, why are you guys, are you guys all wild up? Well, yeah. and the funny part was, you know what the answer that I got was? Well, Jeff, you go to strip clubs all the time. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, no, so- you guys are all yeah, but but <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that you guys are act. I mean, I mean, she had. A, I mean, other than the fact that she had to pay, I mean, they were like, "How can I help? What can I do?" And like, wow, hello, They're tripping um, over themselves, yeah. right? Tripping over themselves, trying to assist yeah. her and help them do all this other shit. Yeah, no, and, I, I, and, uh, yeah, back in the uh, very tactless, you know, nineteen nineties and in uh. Ethnic radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... That's, all, that's almost as bad as... I, I don't know what's worse. That, or I told you about when I was working at NDZ and I was doing Less by Gay. And I and when I was doing... I was their product, when I was their production guy. Yeah, I remember. And, they would ne- and the worst part is, some one of the women would flirt with me. And uh-huh. I just figured, okay, I'm flirt back. She's a lesbian, big deal. And then I find out after we're done... She, she was straight, After we're yes. done, she's straight. Yeah. After she's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, you people <laughs> And I'm like, you people need to tell me these things. They're like, why? Why do I the best part is here's the answer I got back. Why would I tell you? I don't care. 
That... <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, then, of course, the shenanigans that happened after hours over at the radio stations were the stuff of legend. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that stuff. Oh, my gosh. All the smoking, drinking, women, partying. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that. That's that. Well... <laughs> Didn't we hold a? Didn't somebody hold a bachelor party in? And yeah, we, that was that VBX. Was, yeah, yeah. That was uh, down VBX. I didn't go. I don't think. Of course, because uh, well, I was there. Yeah, I'm always. I was only the Sunday guy. So I'm like, yeah, I come in Sunday. Wow, there's strange smells in here this morning. Oh well. Oh, well, better get to work. And then <laughs> <laughs> that was because here it is. You know what it was was that um, we were going to have it at VBX and uh, Jerome. Was was uh, board hopping that night. He was just like, "Oh man, I can't wait! It's gonna be great." But uh, the owner, it was still under Douglas Broadcasting. It was Tony. Tony Jacobs was yeah. Was Tony Jacobs because I know Tony. And it I was still talk the... to Tony. I still talk to Tony, by the way. Oh well, you should tell him I said hello, man. I will. <laughs> That's somebody. My, they're family friends of family. So yeah, I I've known. I don't talk to him that often, but I I know he's out there. Yeah. Here, so here's the thing. It was for Lance. Lance was getting married. Okay. Now Lance, and, and of course Tony is just like. Was it Lance uh, or was it Link? Link, was not it Link. 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 It was Link. Link. You're yeah. right. Link. So what it was was that okay. Tony made it quite clear. You animals, I don't want you in here doing that shit in my station. You want to go he down? Wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't wrong. He goes, you want to do that? You go down to the garbage can down the hall and do that. Which he was referring to. Yay, the weave, the garbage can. Which was not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so we get Lincoln there. And of course, uh, everybody, everybody that was involved. Then of course, I invited PJ. PJ was there that night. I was there. And uh, we got Lincoln there, and of course, you know, oh boy, they got their they got their uh, dancer in there, and all all manner of scenarios ensued. And the fact that old Link, oh, the fact that old Link did not walk out of there a straight man, and not only did he smell of all manner of gels and lotions and you know all manner of things, which I know he was going to get his ass kicked from his, his fiance when he got home, but <laughs> what did you expect? It's a bachelor party. And uh, not to mention the fact I, I, was, I, I blew a whole check. I blew my whole check turning everybody on. So it's just like, hey, hey, PJ, come on over here. I don't know. I don't know about this. Oh, come on. It's a $10 shot. Come on. <laughs> That's the problem with the bat. See, this is the problem with the bachelor party. The problem with the bachelor party is, seriously, <laughs> is, is you, is in the end, there's one person who spends far too much money to give everybody a good time. Acts like a prude all this, and it never fails because no, it's it, always there's always a chango in the, it, there's always a chango in the bunch, you well, know. And the worst part is usually the people who are being the most prudish are the people who have more money. Exactly. So you know, you it's like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, bitch, I'm like, bitch, I'm spending my money. You need to come over here and put some of that out and help me out. But no. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't even that. It's just like, okay, it's a bachelor party, and the people who have like the who have like more money and like were like more friendly with usually these people. It was like, okay, uh, are you yeah. gonna, like chip in? Like, why? What do you mean, why? It's a bachelor party. Oh, 
<laughs> so anyway, so put it this way, all my all my dough went up in various different ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that being said and done, Link didn't go home straight, which was the objective, and we had a lot of laughs, a lot of yucks, you know. You know, people were smoking a lot of weed and the whole, you know, drinking a lot of beer. And, of course, Mike, of course, walks in on that. Did, did I spend the night that night? You probably you, did. You probably did. did. Yeah, because I, I did that a lot back then where I would go ahead and take a puta bath in the, in, the, in the bathroom, just freshen up so I wouldn't be too obnoxiously bad. After, you know. you, after you slept underneath that transmitter. After sleeping, sleeping by the transmitter or... Uh, on the floor and everything. Yeah, oh my you'd God. Be on the floor in the hallway between Studio A and B. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it was, it was that was my life. I mean, you know, and would I go back and do that again? Absolutely. <laughs> I miss the the old weef days. I do. I do on too. On Skokie Valley Road. Yep. Yep. Mm. And, and then, of course, you know, there were a few adventures on uh, in Northbrook too. I mean, we had a couch. I mean, our, the, the station over there on Skokie Valley Road was huge. I mean, it was a house, so we had all these big rooms and everything. And of course, there was an upstairs, and then there was another floor above that. There was a yeah. There was an exit to the roof over there. Um, we had three stations running. You know, one of them being Rebel Radio before they got their asses kicked, getting kicked out for for non-payment over ten years. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, I, I you know and I I've already told that story but nonetheless um, <laughs> it just it was funny because you know I, uh, yeah is Rebel Radio still around I know they were like he's on, recently in the two thousands because I know he, he, I know at uh, one point they were on SBC yeah well Davidson is still out there on uh, Facebook he's still doing it yeah. I don't know where he's doing it but. It looks like he's at a station someplace, but I don't know where. And once in a while, his uh, show will pop up on my newsfeed in, in, on Facebook, mm. and it was just like, oh, okay, you know, he's still doing, he's still holding that torch, man, still holding that torch, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, it, people who unfortunately far too many people who listen to metal don't fucking buy anything. That's the problem. Well, no, That's you're right. The other reason. That's the other reason that format. Yeah, they're too busy spending money on weed and and booze. Yeah, no, weed and women. That, the fuck, not spending no, it. I mean, I know a lot of people at the time who were like metal people who were like, "There needs to be more metal, on, more metal on." And I'm like, "Well, okay, you're gonna go buy the latest the the, the latest CD or whatever." No, man, you I'll just go tape it off the radio. I'll tape it off the radio and make a mixtape. Are you gonna go to the shows? At the Thirsty Whale or at Stadola's or any of the other dozens of places that were doing those kind of shows, fuck no! Are you kidding? Those those uh those those shows were so underattended at that time. Yeah, Especially I, I mean, that's the problem. That was the problem with with with. That's the reason metal died as a format on the radio. Is 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 because is because it was like you know okay. What are you willing to buy? And every time I talked to metal people about this, it was like nothing. And I'm like, okay, that's why the metal why can't gone. stay on air. Right. That's why because it's nobody, gone. Right, because nobody bothered with it after a while. I mean, I was involved with a band who tried to keep the, the home fires burning. And mm-hmm. um, 
and all that other kind of nonsense. But I knew that in the early 90s, its time had come and gone already. Because by the early 90s, everybody had transcended to grunge, uh, to to house, to to rap, to, you know, all of that. I mean, the great There was still 80s, some hard rock that had made its way into the mainstream. Yeah, because I mean, you had Poison. You well, yeah, yeah. Poison and well, the hair roses. bands of the '80s, yeah, they they some yeah, of them carried over. Some of the hair bands carried over from the '80s to the '90s, right? And then Metallica kind of made a transition. Yeah, too. once they entered the Sandman. Yeah, was yeah. it? That was but, that. But they were smart that way because honestly, they kept that made them relevant. Right, that kept them in the mix pretty much. Right, because yeah. otherwise they would have been like every other metal band, where it's like, okay, they're playing on they, small bills in front of big stadiums. Or they'll and, go ahead, or they go ahead, and they'll take whatever they can get and make uh, make commercials like Rat. Have you seen the latest Rat commercial? Yeah, you know? about the cherry pie. Oh, is it cherry pie? Oh, it's Warrant. Is so it Warrant doing right. a cherry pie commercial too? Warrant made a cherry a pie commercial. Warrant is Geico. There's a Geico cherry. Oh, pie. it's Geico. Okay. Yeah, there's a gi- Geico is, cherry pie version. It's Warrant or something like that. Yeah. That's, of course, Rat. You know. Oh yeah, we got this house. But we have a rat problem. And only, yeah, I saw that too. Only one member of rat. You can see all the other guys are like these young guys filling in. <laughs> it's just leaves yeah, the I remember, Final. like, I think one of the Geico ads had uh, Europe singing Final Countdown in someone's break room <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I said. So, so now it's a, it's a mockery of its own self now. I mean, it's, they, it's, it, that's the like that's like the one Starbucks commercial where they did they did um, the guys from I the Tiger did. Did a thing where it was like they yeah. sang about Dan. It was like Dan, 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 Dan. and then they, they kind of made up their own words for it, and it was a Starbucks commercial. Yeah. Survivor. So that was yeah. their song. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Rocky Jim, Three. Yeah. yeah, Jim Pederick. Yes, Mister Mister Survivor, mm-hmm. Out of March, and mm-hmm. Thirty Eight Special. Clubber Lang. <laughs> yep. 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 A bit of fool. Yeah, see them at your local uh, neighborhood uh, summer fest in your neighborhood now, which is how that's how I that's how I saw uh, the last time I well, saw not this summer. Not oh, this summer, yeah. Summer canceled fest. He's had, he's, he's in the house in Lake Forest that doesn't have trees. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all got mad. He chopped down. Like I chopped them all down, fool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I canceled the trees. Well, maybe 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 because he was mad at Eddie Murphy. Fudge my butt cheeks and rip off your dick. <laughs> All I can say is, yeah, uh, when anybody talks about those uh, those old hair bands and everything, and, and you got and you still have people out there now, you know, even now. In fact, I have a few friends who are who are now for some whatever reason. There's like this little renaissance of hair bandage starting to happen mm-hmm. now. Okay, you, you get them because I know I got this one. You want to know about, why? I have a guess. I have a guess as to why. Because think about all the stuff that went on during the hairband days. I mean, everybody threw caution to the wind. You know, it was it was one gigantic party. Right. And everybody had a good time. Yeah. And people are longing for that shit again. Well, yeah, exactly. Because when you listen to all of this music and you think to yourself what mischief have you gotten yourself into what was did you escape the law did you go down the razor's edge did you drive your car just that much faster because you know you got warrant out or you got uh the docket and kingdom come and 
and uh, mm. uh, Rodney James Dio and uh, fucking uh, uh, you know uh, uh, you know all the rest of those all the rest of those bands you know Black Black Flag uh, you know I could go on and on and on but it's it's um, just yeah. funny though because it's really interesting because there were some bands there are some bands that are there that would be heavy metal bands that did end up where even today they're still considered i mean don't get me wrong like warrant was, like, we're joking like we're joking around about rat and we're joking around about warrant and we're talking we're joking around about i mean even like judas priest or, you, you get the idea i mean they they i got they it they, they they can't do those big tours anymore but acdc even with new people they could still sell out an arena well, yeah. Well, you still Hell. got bands out there that are still trying to keep the torch lit. Unfortunately, you had those bands, some of those bands out there. Uh, Van Halen comes to mind, that abysmal oh, uh, God. situation that happened on Jimmy Kimmel, and you're just like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, well, I have, what, well, it's like, yeah, Eddie Van Halen's just a talented guy. Duh, boy. Um, yeah. That's... Uh. So, yeah, so you just get that whole... You get that whole situation happening where, uh, you, uh... <sighs> you, you yeah, know, I'm not convinced you, Ozzy didn't make more doing the Osbournes on MTV I think he made... He, did. he was touring. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, it's funny, though. After that, touring got better for him. You know, it, it, it put him back out there more as a mode right. of curiosity than anything else. Because, well, it reminded everybody that he's a legend too. So, right. You know, that's... So, yeah. So they go ahead and they uh, they go ahead and they get reminded. Oh man, you know, it's Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, yeah. it was just like look at all you know, like like bands like Lita Ford, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, and uh, you know the Pretenders, the uh, uh, you know the the Bangles. Uh, you know, the Bangles isn't a rock. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! The Bangles weren't a. Well, they they were a, a heavy rock. metal band. No, they weren't a heavy metal band, but they were a, they were a popular rock band. They were pop. They were a rock band. Well, they do they do a really good version of uh, Hazy Hazy Shade of Winter. If you ever visit it, check it out. Right. Uh, yeah. So. All I'm saying is, yeah, you, you do. You did have some bands out there, okay. Uh, By the way, that, that, there's that really horrible movie that Susanna Hoff's really hot, but that movie that she did was really bad. Oh, I yeah. can't even remember the name of it, but I remember running to her because it was it was running to go see it because oh my god, Susanna oh, Hoff's from the, might be from naked. the Bangles, yeah, yeah, might be naked, but then, not but naked. But did, did Susanna Hoff was also do something with uh, your man um, Nancy Sweet? Yeah, she, they did a bunch of uh, covers for uh, the '60s and the '70s. I think they did an '80s album too. But I like the '60s one. They did a pretty good, couple of pretty good covers uh, together. Ah, okay. So it just so, yeah. Of, it does, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, like I said, there seems to be a renaissance of uh, rock. You know, a rock renaissance starting to happen now with, uh, you know, some of these people that are being rediscovered because of the Internet or some of those people who have stayed with them in the underground. They're having the big resurge again and stuff like that. It, it's just, you know, it, it, it's entertaining 
to see if some of them actually still have the drawing power to actually uh, like, be like I go them. I'm just so getting so old I like go to like my iTunes page to redeem like a an iTunes card and I'll look at the front page and I'm like I don't recognize any of these musicians <laughs> <laughs> And and it's it's I'm funny. Um, well, because you know, I mean, when when it's 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 one of those things like, oh, okay, you look at the page now, it's like, oh, Alabama shakes, or uh, you know, Florida, you know, Florida County line, or Florida Georgia line. <laughs> okay, thanks for the correction. Now they're still be live at the A B and B later in the week. Okay. Uh, well. <laughs> All right, but. It, it comes right down to, yeah, I mean, the music is just forever evolving and more and more as time goes on. Yeah, I mean, I know that in probably another 10 years, most everybody that I ever knew is going to be gone. Okay. And, well, in some ways, I got to be honest, for me and Mike, for me and Mike, like a lot of the people who were like the most iconic voices of the 80s are gone. Yeah. You're right. I mean, and they're they're gone early. I well, mean, that's... right now, right now, Michael Jackson, guys like Michael Jackson and Prince should be like making the kind of money that like the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen would make on touring. Okay, yeah. but they're not because they're not here. Right, they're gone. You know? they're they all gone. left. In, they all left. In, they all left in their fifties, and I'm like, that's just so trippy. Well, it's like right. a lot of artists, you know, they go before their time, but. And then Madonna's charging way too much fucking money. I can't even believe the kind of money Madonna charges for some of this shit. And, and some of the stuff she's pulling. It's like, wow. I'm like, okay. And remember, we were talking about how she was canceling all these shows. And that's before yeah. the Rona hit last year. Or the, right. Uh, well, and then she's year, doing shows that, that she's doing shows on a weeknight that start like 10 o'clock at night. And like the, at the Chicago yeah. Theater for like 800 bucks a ticket. And you're like, oh. uh, no. No, no, not happening, folks. I like, and the funny part is the Chicago Theater. I'd like to see her there. That's a good place to see somebody like that. But it's like well, it's uh, a good venue. No way. But not yeah, at eight hundred venue, dude. Yeah. To see Madonna for eight hundred dollars, I remember yeah. seeing Madonna for twenty nine dollars at the War Memorial. Yeah, that 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 day's done. That day's done. Yeah. yeah. Look, look. Yeah. I remember spending maybe a Madonna cover band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember being on the floor for a Genesis concert, and it cost me a hundred something dollars. What uh, that day when, is done. When, what tour did you go for? Uh, Invisible Touch. Oh yeah, see, that was eighty-seven. Yeah, I, my first actually, my first concert was uh, the Weekend Dance Tour in ninety-two. Wow, I was at the um, World Music Theater in uh, up by Tinley Park. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, I've never been to the, that one. I've never been to the world music. Um, I have. I, I have. I went to go see um, Alice Cooper, and they had, okay. three bands, they had three bands opening for him. Guess what they were? Kingdom Come, Dockin', and Warren. I was going to say, is, was Striper there? <laughs> no, no. But but the three of them opened for Alice yeah. Cooper. And right. Alice Cooper alone blew the first three bands away. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, That's he like, went to okay, his birthday. was rat. What? What? Rat, was rat not available that weekend? <laughs> probably not. Rat was probably not available that weekend, or Kingdom Come, or any of the other ones. Yeah, there. right. Exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, all these concerts getting canceled and shit, man, and conventions. We just lost uh, TFCon Chicago in October. So, yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sucks. Well, there's all these monthly you things. Know what, you know what? You know what? You scary is? Huh. You know what? We're you know what's even scarier by the end of the month? What we're losing? Have you seen like all the stuff? I mean, this is a crazy thing. I know we're going weird. Um, did you see all the crazy stuff we're losing? Like Taco Bell is like chopping from their menu. Yeah, the well, only thing. I yeah, I saw they they reorganizing their menu, and the only thing they're losing that I used to order was just the Nacho Supreme. Right. Well, that's like, the big one. I like the nachos Belgrande, but that you can't eat that. Like, you know, you want to have some tacos on the side to go with it and share yeah, it right. with a friend. Uh, so the nachos Belgrande is too big, and I couldn't sit and eat one of those by myself. And the beefy Frito burrito is the buck one that's not bad. Mm. So that goes bye bye. That, um, I used to like the I used to like the the the, the, the Dorito Dorito tacos. You know, the oh, those are those. still there. Yeah, those still, are still there. Still those are still really popular. Oh man, those are I love that. Here's here's the here's the ones that are going. Okay. Grilled steak taco. Okay. Seven the seven layer burrito. Okay. The quesarito you're only gonna be able to get on the app if you order ahead. Okay. Uh the Nacho Supreme, the beefy Frito burrito, spicy tostada, triple layer nachos, spicy potato soft taco. Cheese, cheesy Fiesta potatoes. Uh, the following loaded grillers, which are the cheesy potato, the beef nacho. Right. Apparently, they're getting rid of regular, the, like the regular chips and dips. Like, so that means they're not doing like nachos and cheese. The anymore. small nacho. Oh, it's well, bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. I think oh, that's going. they get rid of small nachos. It's just the, just the nachos and chips. I get those right. all the time. I love those. Man. And then I guess for breakfast, they're getting rid of something called the mini skillet bowl. Yeah, I don't eat any of the Taco Bell breakfast. No, I don't do the breakfast. Taco Bell breakfast is not no. that good. No, uh, my <laughs> nephew loves it. He swears by it. Does he really? Yeah, yeah Taco yeah. Bell Taco Bell breakfast is not. It doesn't man. sound appealing. You well, say, okay. I, it's, it's right up there. If you had to, have, if you had your, your choice of breakfast between McDonald's and Burger King. You know, I like a croissant sandwich every now and then, or their French I, toast sticks are good. You know, it's yeah. why you say that because I know that? Wendy's is trying to. Uh, Wendy's yeah, the, is trying to get back into breakfast now, and I gotta be honest, I did try some of their breakfast. Not even, not even close. Yeah. Like, that, although I will say, I will say the best thing that Wendy's has on on their menu that nobody else has got is the biscuits and gravy. Ooh. They do biscuits and gravy, and I think it's about two, three bucks. Oh. The only other thing that they do on their on theirs that's good is the oatmeal bar. Other than that, the rest of it they can have it. Oh my gosh! Speaking of oatmeal, I knew a place called Kevin's Place in Deerfield, and they used to make the best oatmeal pancakes. I have yet to find another place where they make oatmeal pancakes. God, what I would do for an order of oatmeal pancakes. What would you do, Ivan? I, I, I'd, uh, I'd trade one of my best albums for a plate of oatmeal pancakes. I don't think that's good enough. What would you do for a Glondike bar or yeah, an oatmeal what would you pancake? Do for a... Well, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not actually going to go on a street corner and sell my hoo-ha, you know, just get myself a, <laughs> you know, a plate of oatmeal pancakes. We weren't uh, even, wow. I didn't. Even I was. Think. Oh yeah, he got <laughs> I know you. Let's go back to our 
uh, initial starter conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Oh, seriously. No, but, but I, I was thinking about it. As far as Brett is concerned, yeah, I have to say I, I do like a lot of Burger King's menu items. I mean, McDonald's uh, for the fast, quick, and dirty, yeah, that, that's always good. But, all right, here's my next question. Sit-down breakfast places. What is your favorite sit-down breakfast place? Are we talking fast food or are we just talking about in general? I'm talking sit-down. Well, Walker Brothers is good for breakfast. I like the Walker Brothers Pancake House. I like the, uh, I like the Walker Brothers with the, uh, with, the, with the baked omelet. Did you ever have their baked omelet? You know, their no. stuff makes me sick. It's too greasy. Well, they do a thing called the baked omelet, and it just comes out and it's big and it's round and it's fluffy. That's a lot of food. Yeah, I remember the like, remember having to order like a pa- an order of pancakes, and the pancakes were like like, yeah. like fourteen would, inches in diameter. Guy <laughs> can't eat yeah. all these. Yeah, they were big, 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 big Walker Brothers. I remember going to the Walker Brothers up in uh, in uh, Highland Park. They used to have one there. Walker Brothers. See, if uh, I'm gonna go, if I'm if I'm up in, I hate to say it, if I'm up in that neck of the woods, if I'm there, if I'm, I'm if I'm in that neck of the woods, I'm either going, I'm probably going to Max and Benny's. Okay, I like Max and Benny's. I like Max. I'm, and pr- I'm probably going to Max and Benny's, um, more than Max's, so to speak. Or um, Max, or Max's Deli. They make a good, they make a good meal at Max's Deli too. Yeah, um, but uh, honestly, honestly. Over, um, it, what is it? It's Waukegan and it's, um, no, it's not Waukegan and Dempster. Wa- uh, Dempster and Harlem. There's a place called Cappy's. Uh, oh, phenomenal it. breakfast. Phenomenal. Omelets are amazing. Okay, there's a place called Full Moon on 41, going north on 41, <laughs> uh, as you're going towards Wisconsin, which Full Moon has an extraordinary. So good. so good. Listen to you guys. I've got just a place for you. There's a little it's place fabulous. called Full Moon Fever. Yeah, that, that's the scary part. So no, yeah, the, that's the, the, the shtick from Saturday Night Live. Right? That's fabulous. Fabulous. I've got just a place for you. you no, know, it sounds like the Howard Stern thing where it's like, yeah. that oh, would yeah, they're going to theme it. Yeah, are, are, are you saying I'm sound of feminine? No, I'm just. It was a, <laughs> no, you guys say, "Oh, I know this little place where they have this little 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 meal yeah, that nobody else has it. That's the best meal ever." No, but I'm telling you, though, I'm telling you, though, at full moon, man, you got you ain't lived till you've done some full moon on 41, man. It's really good. I've taken Julie there a couple times okay. on the way to court, and uh... <laughs> on the way to court, you're going to court together. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be good. Full moon before court. That's our morning routine. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> hey, maybe, Judge. maybe that's why he goes to court. Yeah, that's why I go to court to go to full moons. I have breakfast. We have another. No, we have run a little moon. long here. We have another news to cover before we head out. Um. So apparently, uh, jo- John Hamm is relaunching Flat- the Fletch movies. Why? You know what? I'm not against it. I'm just surprised that's who it is. I mean, I've, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's like a, a boatload of Fletch books that have been written for like a long time. I mean, yeah. and there's a lot of them. So right. I could never sit know. through a Fletch movie with Chevy Chase. No, neither could really? I. Did they make one or two or? They made two. The okay. second one wasn't very good. Yeah. The second one wasn't very good. The first one was 
the first one was phenomenal and he's great in it but um yeah um I'm a little okay. surprised because well, I'm like I'm trying to figure out how John Hamm why why John Hamm of all people but hey okay yeah, sure, sure why not, why not? Um, yeah, well, I'd say give it a try right yeah, you know yeah. franchise um, I guess yeah I guess, I guess it can't be any worse than you know the ones that are out there but yeah wow <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna agree to disagree with you about the first. One. The second one, the second, the second one, the second one, I will give you that there's a lot in the second one where it's not very good. Um, eh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because you know Chevy Chase in that particular role. I don't know. I I think another actor would have pulled it off better than Chevy. No way. So, I, he's great. Yeah. Okay, that's a longer conversation. We'll never get done. Yeah. But but yeah no I disagree with you on that well, one. Well, people say when people bring up Chevy Chase, they don't instantly think of Fletch. They, they think do, of uh, National Lampoon. National Lampoon. Well, I, have to, you, I have to tell you what I really think of when I think of Chevy Chase. That really really bad short lived Fox talk show that he did. That he had his own Fox. He had a talk show. I think yeah, yeah for a whopping three weeks. It was yeah. that bad. Wow. It, it was, was that bad. It was a shit really, show. It was I a mean, shit show. I mean, it was really a shit show. It's funny because yeah. he started uh, Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. You'd think. Right, but it was so bad. Yeah. I mean, it was really. Hmm. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. And then it was funny because they moved to. They gave Matt. I think they gave Magic Johnson a talk show. And then it was funny because that didn't go well. And then they moved. They gave it to John Sally of all people. But anyway, um, yeah, that Fox didn't have late night. Fox tried to do late night and didn't do a very good job. Um, when Fox was a fledgling little network, right? Well, others, at one point they were spitballing new shows. At one point they they were doing Joe. At one point Joan Rivers was over there, and then you well, know she, filled in, for, to, she filled in for Carson a lot. Right, but then when she moved, that's where she moved. She got her own and, and show. Was, right, and that was did, a bad timing because I was before she landed kicked, her show on E. Yeah, but did she get kicked off of Fox for something? There was like right. A big, well, the other problem is is that was right when Arsenio Hall launched his uh, his syndicated yeah. show. Right. So so that didn't help any, any either. No. Um, because that I think didn't help Hall any had either. a good show. He had a great show. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal show. Yeah, he did. I'm still kind of confused how that show died, but you know, well, it was a lot of it was a lot of internal internal things happening with that show. It had a lot to do with uh, money not being rendered. Well, speaking uh, of internal things, you're hearing all these stories about these these uh, coworkers who are coming out of the woodwork uh, bashing Ellen. Yes. Oh, is that, that is that the new is that the latest person getting hit for all this stuff? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, it's the fact that she's just like not a nice person. Well, it's just right there with Steve Harvey, same thing. Right, I remember Steve Harvey left town, and a lot of people were yeah. losing their jobs in this town, and all of a sudden, all of it came out on Steve Harvey, with big time. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, it, it, after it became public knowledge and everything, it just kind of tainted his, uh, his return to television later on, wherever it is he moved to. So you're just like, why do that? Why go ahead and send out an email that you know is going to get put out there and come off with your attitude of the holier than thou. Because remember, the people you meet on the way up are the same people you're going to meet on the way down. 
Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Of... In our quick uh, um, news bullet points before we... Uh... Quick, quick, quick stuff. Um, I thought it was really interesting because Variety had an article about... I, I, I keep... I had forgotten. It's been so long since anything's really been done with it. But Kirkman signed that big... A, that big deal with Amazon to produce a whole bunch of stuff. And there hadn't really been anything that had come of it, but now they're announcing finally that um, they're going to produce, and I, I don't know if it's, I didn't read fully enough, but they're going to do one of his other pieces, which is called Invincible, which ran for a long time in the comics. But it was funny because they were like, oh, his latest new comic book. And I'm like, no, Invincible's been done for like a good five years. Right. And it had been around for like, 20 so i'm like i don't know what you're talking about new this isn't new um no. but yeah good 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 for amazon invincible is has got some solid material with kirkman and with the budget that amazon will give them it should be really worthwhile it'll be it'll it that that depending on whether it's animated or it's real or it's live action they'll they'll do a solid job with that New, um, new is uh, new is Selena's number one album. That's new, and believe it or not, it's the top of the charts this week. Okay, that's new. I guess. Speaking speaking of new, uh, Mike, will you tell us how they can uh, get a hold of the new show? Wait, I wasn't done yet. Yeah, we're not done yet. We're not wrapping up oh. yet. We still got some more. We still yet. got things to talk about. We got well, yeah, we we got got I, thought, I thought we were running long. Okay, yeah, we are but, running long, but we're just we, we got to finish but... up our news segments we want to cover. The, oh, Mike, okay. what is the, I haven't these? caught a lot. I haven't caught a lot of this. What is this whole thing about? So, um, Chris Evans is sending a sh- a shield to somebody, and yeah, apparently there's this news story about this. Uh, what I think is like a like seven or eight year old kid. And he was there was a, a a dog got loose and was about to attack his sister, so mm. the the kid got in front of the dog and and fought it off, and the kid got like dozens of stitches on him, mm. trying to fight off this dog to protect his sister, and he, he was obviously yeah. you know, got beat up got got hurt real bad, so it turns out when when the news broke that he's you know he's a big Marvel fan. So Chris Evans stepped up and says, "Hey, we're gonna, you know, you're you're a great hero act that you did, you know, protect his sister." So, right. uh, Chris Evans is gonna send him a gift, and I think Robert Downey Jr. is sending him a gift. Well, my understanding is they're sending him an actual Captain America shield. Nice. But, That's and, what Chris Evans I, said they were sending. I guess. And, uh, then, and Chris Pratt put out a video today. Uh, yeah, so but then the, our. Yeah, Downey and, and Holland said well, yeah. they're going to have something better yeah. than what Chris Evans did, which I'm like, no offense, that's a real Captain America shield. Well, I'd be all about it. I hope it's oh, uh, real vibranium. Okay, it's not going to be that, <laughs> no. but I mean... Let's just say, if I was an eight-year-old kid and I was getting that, that would be the cherry on the cake of my day. Forget that. If I'm an eight-year-old kid, what are the odds that I'm going to, at some point, in my before I turn 14... That at some point I'm playing with friends and I'm gonna bop someone over the head with that thing. Okay. What are the odds? Pretty good, right? Yeah, really good. Uh, hey, yeah, here's, here, here's the article this. from the Miami Herald. Uh, Hero kid was gifted a shield from Captain America after saving his sister from a dog attack. A six-year-old Wyoming boy saved oh. his young sister from a dog attack. 
on July 9th, and he got 90 stitches to his face. Oh, oh, okay. And he said, oh. this, this six-year-old kid had such wisdom. He says, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me, he said. Okay, yeah, no, wow, wow, wow. yeah, okay. So, with with a fan of superheroes, Nicole Walker, his uh, I think his aunt, tagged many Marvel stars, including Chris Evans and Mark Ruffalo, and so all the all the superhero actors are coming out of the woodwork now because the kid yeah. was a, a, a amazing act of heroism. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I like I, I said, I had... to his face from a dog attack protecting his sister. That's yeah, that's yeah. there are no words. So, yeah. And when she pisses him off at some point, he's going to hit her over the head with the shield. Um, <laughs> um, there's well, just no, no no doubt in my mind that's coming. Um, the only other thing I thought was interesting was I saw a stat that was out there about the top ten um, as of late or current. I don't know. Um, actually, no. Audience in the first four weeks of a film's debut the top 10 movie originals from Netflix. Um, I don't know how many of these you have or haven't seen. Um, Probably not many. <laughs> That's just me though. I can, I can tell you I saw on six, I saw six underground and I definitely saw the Irishman. Other than that, I haven't seen any of these. Um, yeah, I, I remember really... the whole thing about bird box and right. Yeah. I remember the whole thing. About I did bird watch box triple today. frontier. That was good. Was it? Okay. Yeah, with Ben Affleck and uh, Oscar Isaac. Okay. And in, I believe Perfect Date, isn't that one of the Adam Sandler movies or something? I could be wrong about yeah. that. But, yeah. And, and this is, by, and by the way, 50, 50 this is Perfect an example date. of why, this is an example of why it's kind of, it's. so here's the irony. COVID is the answer as to how, why Netflix is. Um, Finally putting out their stats. Well, why? Well, it's not even that. It's you know, Disney Plus came out with a flurry, and they had all this stuff, and, and Netflix was very, very worried. The irony is that Netflix has been saying, "Here's an example where okay, COVID nineteen's happening, okay, and nobody's got nobody's got new stuff to put out, or very little of it." Well, my understanding is Netflix is sitting on like a trove of it, so yeah, they can keep putting out programming. Because they've been sitting on things for months, if not years, you know, to be able to dole out new programming um, to get and to entice people. You know, well, if you're sitting on that much and you're in a situation like this, that's where, you know, that's where it comes. You know, right. Well, and the irony is, at one point, that looked like a liability because at the time it was okay. Well, Disney's starting to shoot all this stuff; they'll be fine. Well, okay, the pandemic hit, and okay, they they had to freeze all their production. They don't have a lot out there that's brand new. You know, the only things they've had that have been brand new were a couple of things here or there, and you know, and the only big thing was the Mandalorian and Hamilton. That's it. Well, also, you know, I think Disney was kind of resting on its laurels because of their. They're, they're huge. They're well, that, huge. They weren't resting of- on their loyals. They just can't get anything made right now. Right. That's that's why they're resting on their laurels, guys. That's why they're, <laughs> they're they're depending on all of their backlog of things and previous programming and you know just the stuff that they have at well, their disposal. Because there like is I said, programming. Like I said to Mike, what I was surprised about was this. 
was it really pretty much is Disney Family Fair, National Geographic, right. Marvel, and Star Wars. Right. That's about it. Right. Um, and, and the interesting part – oh, I'm sorry, and The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, but and the, the Pixar, things, all yeah, of, Pixar stuff, yeah. Right. All the but things the, that have been out there already. Well, the problem is, though, Ivan, is what I'm surprised by is – and this is the part I'm surprised by is, right. you know, with the Disney, you know, keep in mind, you're talking about they have access to the shows that ABC created. They have access to shows that Freeform creates. Right. Okay. They have uh, access to all these other things that they're doing. And well, there about, are certain about, shows that I'm, I'm kind of surprised. And now, to take it a step further, you have shows, you have access to shows on FX. You have show, access to all, so to a whole bunch of stuff. That Fox made when they were doing, t- you know, they were doing TV and they were producing TV. I mean, to me, right. I kind of laugh because it's like there's a lot more programming that I thought I would find on there in terms of sitcoms. And, I, and when I say this, I'm not saying raunchy. I'm even talking about just stuff that would yeah, fall family into, the, into the families. Right. Yeah, the families. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that that, that stuff isn't there. And 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 it's kind of surprising to me. Do you think that because it's not profitable, or you don't think that they they don't think that people actually want to see that kind of programming now? Do you think it's dated so far as Mm. not be viable? I don't think so. What do you think, Mike? Children's programming is so omnipresent, and even with the the parents, even with DVD players, excuse me. Streaming is, well, there's a lot of options. So yeah. Disney find, needs to find a way to, to to find a niche, find their audience. Right. And the well, Star Wars, obviously Star Wars and Marvel, that's what they're going for this year with all the Marvel shows that are going to mm-hmm. be directly tied to the MCU, much like mm-hmm. how they tried to do with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter and all the stuff that was yep. on ABC. Yeah, but do you think that there might be just trying to add too many eggs in one basket and trying to well, bank on still, that? they're looking to see what works. So, but basically, right, I mean, in fairness, in fairness, Ivan, but in fairness, right. Ivan, had COVID not hit, they would have right now a bunch of shows that they are getting ready to put out from Marvel right. that would be falling into place, and they'd be okay. Then we the would have had. Is, Hard to see Black Widow. You know, uh, but I mean, even like some of the shows that are supposed to be on Marvel. That that again, I just think that they waited too long to start producing some of these things and put and starting to work on these things. I think they should have had more stuff ready to go at the at the op at the outset. Like it's funny because, and that's the other thing. Um, now that I have access to Peacock, there's a couple. There's some of the new the new content to Peacock is out. So I'm curious to take a look at some of that um, that's available that I can look at. And I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see what, yeah. what some it's of that It's funny how like they, I saw a promo. Uh, it was one of the Facebook ads uh, about Peacock. And Tracy Morgan, he says it. He's like, Peacock, baby. He's like, you know what he means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what he's Peacock you know like a uh-huh. – Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, so – yeah, I thought, you know, like I said, it's, yeah, 
I don't know. I mean, everybody, I, I feel like, and the funny part is, Ivan, here's the thing. There are, in fairness, there are not a lot right now. Well, I shouldn't say that. Because when Warner launched, they launched with all new programming. Uh, right. With HBO Max, HBO Max has got a bunch of stuff that they right. that they had that they they launched with a lot of new right. programming. Uh, right. Peacock is starting has stuff that they're whole there's some they launched a few things. I know that they're holding on to the new Saved by the Bell for a little bit and a couple other things that they have see, pretty much yeah, in see, the can. Right, I understand that, but the only okay, the only thing I was concentrating on in this conversation was just on the Disney end of it. I know, I'm sure. That other cable companies and other studios and things have a little or a lot to offer, whatever it is that they're doing. Well, but keep in mind too, Ivan. Yeah. Keep in mind when you're talking about Disney, Disney owns one than more than one streaming service. Well, they yeah, also I, own they also own Hulu. So right, in some I, ways, some of the things that I might be bitching and complaining about, the truth is, a lot of it just might be on Hulu. Okay, so and 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 that's that to me might it, it might it might be that you know what Hulu might be really the service I'm looking to be on versus Disney versus Disney Plus. Even though I'll be honest, yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I'm a Marvel fan. I want to see those things. I just don't know that I need to pay every month to to watch. Well, how many days Disney you got Plus. left in your? Uh, I got about I got about a about another four. What is it today? Today's a few the more days. 20th. I got like about probably the till the, like the twenty eighth. I say try and like catch like the last two or three episodes of the final season of Clone Wars. Honestly, what I'm really tempted to do, and I didn't realize it till too late, is all three seasons of Runways is Runaways is on there from Marvel, oh. um, which I heard was re- I heard which was good. Which, by the way, you may want to check out. Um, there's about 30-something episodes of Runaways, and I can't remember what network it was on, but it's available. I think it used to, I think it was on Hulu, or it was on Amazon, one of the two, yeah. but it's a Marvel product. I, ha- and- I have I have Hulu. I should do a lot there. It's on my TV. I'll check that out. But, yeah. um... But, yeah. Hey. Now, Ivan, say the magic words, I think. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. Wait, well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait now <laughs> I think about it. Now I think about it. Thoughts on Stargirl, Mike? Yeah, this episode was awesome. Uh, I dug it. I mean, uh, Brainwave's son is, oh, man, that the, the last the last two minutes of that episode was like, she's like, <laughs> when when the wife comes downstairs and she sees the cosmic staff and she's like, what the oh hell God. is that? <laughs> And he goes, uh, <laughs> cut to black. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then when yeah. he's uh-huh. in, then when uh, Yolanda uh-huh. attacks him in the, in the hospital room, or no, when he kills the lawyer. And mm-hmm. his son, his dad is, gets up from the coma. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, great. Yeah, good television. I'm, I'm loving it. Really good um, stuff. I thought the most amusing part to me was I was very surprised – that someone of that age in this day and age understood how to work a VHS. Right. Yeah. I, I thought that he was the one disconnect vault. moment I had. His I'm like, video There's logs. There's no way. There's no way he'd know how to work a VHS. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sees his dad's brainwave suit and yeah. 
Right, and he's got a whole bunch Learning of Learning his powers like, and reading his logs, watching his right. logs. Yeah. Right, but I'm like sitting there going, okay, he's then. working the VCR. <laughs> okay. He might have watched I, a, I might have had to go to his phone and see a YouTube video on how to operate it. Might have, but I mean, that's the part where I call, if it had been a DVD, that's why you okay, call bullshit. If it was two DVDs, I would go. I would. It's like a DVD, it. but it's square and rectangular. Well, I, I know what it is, and you don't. I, know don't it, and I know how to work it. No. I'm sorry. I don't buy that. Like a eight, like a seventeen year old in today's age, right? A high schooler would know what to do. Who's never, yeah. probably never saw what a videotape is. So, right. Even yeah. the way video. I mean, we've seen. Way, I mean, we've seen. We've all seen the videos about what happens when you show them like a rotary phone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Where see, it's like, what see, the hell do I do with this? See, I told you he was the Dragon King. Okay. Because he was, uh, uh, what's her name's uh, dad? Yeah. Ah, Shiv. Well, sooner or later we're getting what. Sooner or later we have to get Solomon Grundy, and this is going to be. Yeah, I think it's like just like the giant robot. Solomon Grundy is the CG guy who they have to tease, just like how they teased uh, the Doomsday and Krypton. I mean, it's just too expensive for television to show all the time. Well, and or, or like for example, one of the reasons why one of the reasons why in on the CW in the Flash, okay. Grodd, they can only yeah. do a couple episodes of Grodd. Yeah. They can't do a full season arc with Grodd. Gee, I wonder why. Too expensive. It's either that or just have a guy in a monkey suit, and that ain't going to work in 2020. Right, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's why you only get one or two episodes a season with Grodd. Right. Um, maybe they, maybe think some shots they could pull it off with, like, an animatronic. So I remember, like, the first Transformers movie, they had a huge life-sized mock-up of Bumblebee, which they used for a few quick shots to save money on CGI. Hmm. I don't know. Well, it, 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 could, it could happen. Nah, maybe. But yeah, uh, Supergirl's awesome. I mean, it's, it's the only thing Supergirl? actually went. No, I mean Stargirl, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That one. No, Supergirl is awesome. Yeah. I just that's not what we were talking about. Right. Star- um, right. No, that's okay. Like, hey, maybe I'm not, maybe the, I'm not the only person that trips up those things. <laughs> I was gonna say I hadn't gotten that far to the part where I was about to say, "Did you see her at the A A and B and B or whatever the hell A-B. it is?" Or... Yeah, at the A and W. Yeah. Yeah, at the A A and B C uh, or whatever the heck. California. Georgia Georgia Station Line or something. Like that. Yeah, 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 whatever. Oh boy, you know it's like I said, it's just one of those moments, boy. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> is it now? Yes, now. <laughs> yes, now. now. Push the button. Yes, Mike. Could you tell us where they can find our show, please? Why, sure. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You know when you get new content. Yeah. And of course, our other show with all the crazy, wacky news stories. News of the Squared. Shout out to Scott. Ah, Hope you're enjoying your vacation up uh, north. Yeah. 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 And, uh, follow us on Facebook. That's where you'll find the stories we talk about. Whether it be News of the Squared or our normal uh, geek stories. And, of course, you can download this podcast onto all the usual podcasting hosting platforms. Google, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Anchor, and... Email us if you'd like with questions and comments or whatnot. You know, we appreciate Salts. any of but we, we crave attention. S-O-T-R-T podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. 
A programming <laughs> note: We'll this will be our last podcast for the month of July. We'll be back in August, and of course, we'll talk about what San Diego Comic Con is coming this weekend. So we'll talk about oh, is what it really. I yeah, this weekend would have been San Diego Comic Con. So we'll talk about what would have been would have been talk about maybe trailers that'll drop and the San Diego SDCC at home or whatever they're doing. So yeah, I thought they were. Yeah, I thought they were doing that for the. Uh, yeah. As as a uh, as a virtual, it's been quiet uh, though. Yeah, so maybe just may waiting to blow their load the same weekend that they were gonna reveal on SDCC. We'll see. Oh baby, I love it when they blow their load. Oh man, so well, time for us to blow. So we're out of here. Have a good week, everybody. Take care and stay safe out there. Bye 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 bye. Right. Or blow your load.